0: Hey girl, you feel that? That's Boyfriend Material. This is episode 8, Gangster Squad, from
1: 2013. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, Two. And this episode is brought to you by Corduroy. Corduroy. It looks old, and that's pretty much all I can say about it. Huh. Did we have...
0: No, we had a polyester.
1: Yes, we had gortex. I think that's what I'm
0: confusing with Corduroy. It's, 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 a, it's of a similar ilk. But yes. it's not quite. And we also had a velour. We had
1: velour. Uh, The last
0: time that our guest was on, we had a velour uh, for another. I mean, we sort of hinted at who our guest is just by saying "old." Not no offense to your age, yeah. guest, unnamed guest, right now. But on our podcast show, when we go
1: back in time, we have a resident historian.
0: Gotta go back in time, just like you exactly. Lewis saying. Exactly. And we have brought on once again. We teased it last month. We teased it the last time he was on. We got resident historian Mike Manzi. Hello. Hello. welcome! thank you for having me back. Thank I you for having Mike being on, so. here. This movie takes place in 1949, yep. which was just, I think, a few years before you were born, right, Mike? Actually, <laughs> I,
2: I, no. I mean, like, once again, I'm here for a movie in which I was alive during the time that it uh, takes yeah. place. And I, yeah, just <laughs> right off the bat, this is... Probably the most accurate depiction of <laughs> of any so you period. weren't even like
1: just born you were like awake and ready yeah like, no I was like
0: it. I was like the okay. yeah, shoe boy in this movie <laughs> that was like oh man R I P squirrel R I P squirrel so this is a movie before we get into our first little segment uh, Canadian goose and the loose yeah. Canadian gauze on the laws I do want to say though yes real high level last month I was like I don't think I I, I think I might have even said I think I hate this movie. I was wrong. I think this movie...
1: You just forgot that Emma Stone was in this movie. No, I happened. remembered.
0: I remembered. I remembered. I think this movie still devolves into generic nonsense by the end, but Gosling is great in this movie, and I'm so excited to talk about it.
1: He's definitely the best part of this movie. Oh, I, um...
0: <laughs> without a doubt. Well, I kind of like the makeup going on here and
2: some of that, but, I mean, Joey, Whoa, you say this I devolves. I about that, I too. mean, this starts as, like, the best type oh, yeah, of generic... Tripes crap yeah. i never saw this movie before but i had a blast watching it
1: oh really cool rachel and i saw this movie in miami after spending three days at a music festival this was like <laughs> we need to not do anything with our brains coming Let's down off a, a few things <laughs> Come, coming down
2: you came down to this movie like this gets pretty yeah. this is violent from the start and intense yeah so. but
1: like our brains are just mush so like we went to the movie theater we watched it i remember walking out and being like that was pretty good but i didn't remember any of it like anything yeah. that happened like it was just like i just watched it just as beauty and colors you know what i mean like that was just all i saw of the movie
0: yeah we will certainly get into it but before we do cannot stray too far Go ahead. before we hit up our first segment canadian goose and loose canadian Gods on the laws a news roundup of all things ryan gosling
1: from the past month i have three things uh joe did you gather any news up i have month? i have one and you might know it it's a little bit of a crossover news okay. crossover news Ooh, hit me with it so gauze on the laws eating a tatum tot okay <laughs> oh okay okay yes. okay a psychologist mm-hmm. has made a top list of our most fantasized about celebrities oh i haven't both, seen this and both gosling and channing tatum were on the list mm.
0: Well, I don't know Respect. if we've mentioned on this podcast or any podcast, I put it on our Instagram, but my friend's wife works for a book publisher, and she yes. got me this coloring book called Color Me Swoon, <laughs> which has Gosling, Tatum, Keanu, and Zeph. Whoa. All in the same book. Wow. Yeah. In the same book. Mega and crossover the event. important thing for this podcast is that for every dude in the book, there is a little circle that says, rate this hunk out of 10. And for <laughs> Gosling, the only one in the book, it says... Don't worry, we'll do this for you, ten out of ten. <laughs> so it's it makes sense. Wonderful. So thank you, Maddie. I don't think Maddie's listening, but Maddie, if you are, thank you, Maddie, for getting me color me swoon. I've not colored it yet. I'm almost afraid to mar yeah. such a soil wonderful like. majestic beauty. You gotta photocopy them. Photocopy that I could.
1: Ah, good idea. So yes. So she's you know, interviewed like forty two hundred people. She was just like, women liked taller men and blah, 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 and like all the normal shits, but they were both in the list, so that made me Very cool.
0: So I have three things. Number one, I did not watch it yet because as we get to at the end of the game, at the end of the episode, I don't watch these, but the trailer for The First Man came out uh, in the last month. The Ryan Gosling, Neil Armstrong, Damien Giselle team-up first trailer out for First Man, so Did either of you watch that or no?
1: No. I've jumped aboard the train, man. You sold me on the no trailers thing. People now tell me, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking see it. Like, I don't want to see it. I just want to go and just, like, go see the movie or watch it. If it sounds good or I like who's in it, I just watch it.
0: Love it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't watched it either. I'm pretty much... Joey got me on that train also this year, pretty much there. Like, I, I... you know, I can't help but see some of them when I go to the theater, so like I'm exactly. I'm halfway there, Joey. Like I'm getting there. I don't watch him at home. But I've seen the photos and I think he looks great in a space helmet and I love moon movies and cool. all that kind of stuff, so I'm very excited.
0: And as we talked about here, apparently it's not a biopic, it's more of a an action movie, a thriller. Cool. So I'm not exactly wow. sure how it's going to work, but I am excited I love for this thrillers. movie.
1: So, yeah, I'm excited. I got another one. I want to steal your thunder a little bit. Can I can I do another one? Sure, go for it. I'm sure it's one you have. You know, we like to follow the relationship news here.
0: Oh, I actually didn't I I, I leave the relationships to you, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> Apparently, it's rumored that Eva Mendez is pregnant with twins.
0: Whoa. I've also heard rumors that that's not true. So, oh. well,
1: I'm reading I only read gossip columns. So this is from Hollywood Goss. Life. Sip gossip.
0: Oh, that should be yeah. Joe too.
2: That should be like your relationship news. The oh. gossip oh, segment. column. I yeah. like
1: it. It's like a, a, a an inception. I'm to write that down. The gossip column. Oh, and this in this magazine it says they are over the moon. How appropriate the news that they're having twins. Over the moon. Get it? The m- first yeah. man. Come on. That's oh yeah. Good joke. Oh yeah. I that get was it. a good fucking joke. Okay. Never mind. So <laughs> apparently they're they're pregnant with twins. HollywoodLife.com reported that because those are my favorite type of websites to read news about our friends.
0: But you know, like, I get daily Google Alerts about all of our people. Yes, I also started getting one about Hobbs and Shaw, because I told you a while ago that I can't get Fast and Furious, because every article, apparently, on the internet uses the term Fast and Furious to describe literally anything but that movie franchise. Yes. But I started getting Hobbs and Shaw, so that's where I get some, you know, better news there. But in the Daily... Ryan Gosling alerts I have seen that report is not true so you know as our as our gossip columnist do you think it's true or do you think it's not true because they already have two kids do you think, I think gonna, it's true I think, you it's, think true. it's true okay I think
1: it's true definitely I, I think it's definitely true I think cool. they're trying to hide it you know what I mean you don't want to come out too early with news like that in case anything happens yep that's that's what I'm thinking is, is going on here so that's my guess.
0: So my next one, this is something that I, both of these other two I shared on our Facebook page, which is Facebook.com slash Cage Club. Cool. The first one is that Dave Matthews said that Ryan Gosling has ruined karaoke for him, which, Ooh. cool, that's good. But apparently yeah. what happened was that they, he wanted to do karaoke, but then Gosling went on stage ahead of him and did such a good job that Dave Matthews is like, oh, I can't follow that, and just hasn't done karaoke since. Wow. So I wrote on Facebook, very snarkily, I might add. Can he
1: just sing everywhere so we'd never have to hear Dave Matthews sing again? <laughs> That's prime coming from Sick you, Mr. I-know-what-you're-doing-this-week, five <laughs> times in a row. Yeah. Okay, so relax.
0: <laughs> you dissed Hey, him. man,
1: to each his own. To each his own.
2: It is yeah. a little weird that Dave Matthews is, like, known for being a lead singer.
1: Got wrecked by gosling Yeah,
2: like <laughs> Gosling, is just like, I mean, get it, like... Triple threat and everything, but still, it's not his profession. It's like, come on, Dave Matthews. Like, I know, seriously, what, how are you up? scared
1: off by this guy? Yeah,
2: yeah. I was there in the nineties. Like, I remember. Like, you were. I saw him once. He sold a, a freaking. Um, what was it? Somewhere on the Parkway. Anyway, I, I was at a Dave Matthews concert. <laughs> PNC Bank Art Center. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. So the PNC Bank Arts Center. That was a great show. I'm, I'm sorry.
1: Was it? Yeah. I've actually- heard great things about Dave Matthews, but then also one of my coworkers who's hilarious says Dave Matthews is like. Peak white kid getting drunk and fighting in the parking lot music. Oh, absolutely! And I was like, "How?" And he was <laughs> like, "I don't I, like. I I can't explain it because I've never been there." And he's like, "Yeah, dude, bros just go there and get drunk and fight each other in the parking lot." I was like, "At Dave Matthews." That's a long story, but yeah.
0: My other, my final goss on the lost news is that this is what I'm excited about. Good. He and Ava Mendez are apparently dreaming of a roller rink in Los Angeles, which I would love to go to.
1: You just want like, La La Land to be as real as possible. I do,
0: and <laughs> we're going to get into it. This is in some ways kind of like a prequel to La La Land. Like, that's why I liked parts of this movie a lot, because there are absolu- certain I scenes... wrote that, yeah.
1: I have yeah. it in my notes. It's just, it's just a La La Land prequel, yeah.
0: Which I am into. Okay, that's all I got. Do you have any other Gossip the Laws, any other Ryan Gosling news that we want to talk about before gossip? we...
1: sip? No, I don't have any more. That was the end cool. of mine.
0: Okay, so here we are. Gangster Squad, 1949, star-studded cast. Basically, everyone who has a line in this movie is somebody that I know. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, which yeah. Which is remarkable to me. I took a whole bunch of notes. Do we do, at the? I can't remember, do we do it at the beginning or the end, Hey, Goss, what's in your hands?
1: We. Do, I think we do it at the end, after we talk about the movie, or should okay. we do it now? It's... We can do it now. Let's do it now. I all it right, don't.
0: so so here's here's what I got. Here's what I here's what I came up with. Uh, I got going one. through the movie. Starting cigarette. Cigarette, definitely. Uh, number two, coins for the shoe shine.
2: Hmm. Coins
0: for the shoe shine, yeah. Number three, rifle. Oh. Yes. You got one, Mike? Yeah,
2: the Zippo. His Zippo.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Zippo. I got one.
0: Flask. Yep. Flask. Nice. Yeah. Tag team with the Zippo, the flaming stack of money that he burns <laughs> yeah. and burn all the money. True.
1: Yes, we have that.
0: Uh I got another I got a tag team here. There's one scene where they're in the club and he the band, quote unquote the band walks by and they beat up that like bouncer guy. Yeah. And the guardling security guard. catches yeah. yeah. He
1: catches a pair of keys and then yep. he catches a shotgun. I was like, Oh, that's a double What's in your hands? He had a lot. He had a lot of hand movement in this lot one. No instruments. Movement. No instruments, which I was sad about. And they and they said they were part of the band. I was really like, no. I don't. He didn't even have an instrument case because he was already in there. I was so hoping for it, but yeah. But yeah, did you, either of you have anything else of note that he uh, he oh. had in his hands?
2: Yeah, uh, Emma Stone's character.
1: Yes. <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh. Oh. But I think that's it. That's all I had. Is this it's the, a great second? Can
1: I ask a question before we start? Were they only in two movies together? Or is this just like no. the beginning of a mm-hmm. run that they're in like fifteen together? They're in one more together. They're Which in Crazy Stupid it? Love. Okay.
2: And I think that was their first one, right? Just the first yes. They did? Mm-hmm. yes,
1: going back in time, yeah.
0: This movie and we we can talk about it, but actually I, I don't know so I messaged you while while watching this movie, like fifteen or twenty minutes in, I just wrote OMFG on Facebook and I and I didn't yes. tell either of what this is mm-hmm. about. I want to know. I don't know if I, I, I want to burn that up front or if I should say, like, wait for it you, a little
2: bit. You, you want to wait for my Nick Nolte impressions? I mean, what are we waiting for? Like, like no.
1: well, <laughs> oh, damn it! We haven't got a good mic impression in a while, by the well, way. I will give so. you my Nick Nolte up front
2: <laughs> so we can get it over with. All right, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> the mold people are invading.
1: <laughs> not bad, not yeah. bad at all. Yeah, we haven't heard one at all. Damn, I forgot about those. But the as as you said, "I was." Thank you. Yeah, that was perfect. I appreciate it.
0: I guess like, on a high level this movie is about josh brolin is a detective or like a lieutenant he's a li- sergeant. Sergeant, I think. sergeant he's a sergeant. sergeant and he is trying to take down mickey cohen played by sean penn yes. who is like the ultimate crime lord crime boss in 1949
1: la by the way i thought that it was the same guy with the same name as Sin City, and the movie even starts out like well, Sin City. And I oh, like, oh, I
0: wrote down this feels like Sin City in color with Josh Brolin's mm-hmm. voiceover inside. Well, yes. Josh
2: Brolin was in the second Sin City. Oh, yeah, the so bad, he is A.K.A. the
0: bad Sin City.
2: Yeah, the lesser Sin City. But I, I wrote that too, especially with the nose makeup and everything like that. And yeah, I was definitely getting that that vibe off and liking it too going like okay like i'll go with this i
0: will i will take it yeah we got josh brolin and he's he's tasked by his superior uh is that nick nolte who who plays his boss it's nick nolte Mm -hmm. and they're like basically you need to create a gangster squad and (laughs) this is the people and so he's tasked to put this team together and his wife played by Mireille Enos who I don't realize is married to Alan Ruck aka I know who neither of those people are Alan Ruck is from Ferris Bueller he's the guy in Ferris Bueller who's not Ferris Bueller Cameron Cam- oh, a- aka shit. A passenger okay, wow. on
2: bus yeah. in speed
0: yeah Mireille Enos it, plays Josh Brolin's wife in this she I know her from she's a really 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 great actress and she's good in this uh, she was the lead in The Killing which was that show on uh, AMC AMC Okay, I knew it started with an A. Something, a premium channel several years ago. That's now on Netflix. Okay, Uh, and she's just a great actress. I think she's French, or her at least her. You know, her name is French and she's great in this so he goes home to her and says I need to put this team together and she basically assembles a team which I think is a real cool like reversal it was she's kind of like the, like the boss in a sense and she's like look these are the guys that Mickey Cohen's got on the payroll because they're all the ones who are going to be lieutenants you need to play the, you need to find the guys who are like a little bit outside the box not the real clean cut guys yep you know the guys that you can sort of control and so this is when we get basically everyone who's ever been in a movie that you've seen is on this team essentially
1: yep it's a very good cast. I like this part.
0: I was not expecting
2: this whatsoever. That it was going to be <laughs> like a, uh, getting a band together, almost like the Untouchables. I don't know if you guys yeah. have seen the Untouchables, mm-hmm. but like I, I was not. I was so happy that we were doing like a Dirty Dozen, Magnificent Seven, whatever yes. Suicide Squad kind of thing going on here. <laughs> yeah. What are we? Some kind of gangster squad?
1: Ocean's Eleven to me <laughs> is what I was getting a lot of, mm-hmm. of. It was like it was like we need to. Gunslinger, we need a her fucking Fast and the Furious Five <laughs> Italian yeah. job too. It's like we need this guy, we need a, this guy. Yeah,
2: it's exactly. crazy. It's crazy that like my first oh shit was Anthony Mackey. I was like oh my god. Oh, I
0: wrote down Anthony Mackey in all capital letters. Yep. Who's that? Which one was he? Falcon.
1: In yeah, he, Falcon. I wrote down yeah. Falcon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: And he his specialty, I guess, is just like The Bride and Kill Bill. It's just knives. Yeah. Like just chucking knives at people like getting knives to stick in people's chests and hands and whatever yeah and you know they're all to an extent like cops who play by their own rules and this guy definitely plays by his own rules
2: Which, kind of when he's introduced, I mean, it's badass, but it seems like a bit of an overreaction when he throws the knife in the guy's hand in the middle of, like, the swinging bar and everything, and and just, like, pulls it out. I don't even remember what the crime was. I think he, like, maybe was a pickpocket or something. Yeah,
1: he was a pickpocket. He was pickpocketing somebody, and he, like, crucified his hand to the wall. And
2: Brolin sees it, and he's like, that's the kind of guy I'm looking for. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) I love this
0: movie. (laughs) Yep. Robert Patrick and Michael Pena together. Yeah. Uh, We got Terminator 2 and Michael Pena, who is what's his character in Ant-Man? Uh, Luis so this is really like a uh, an MCU pre-union because we got Thanos here we got Falcon we got Luis oh which one was Thanos Thanos is Josh Brolin
1: oh I didn't know that
0: okay like the main guy yeah makes sense and then we got crazy and I mean I know that Mike and I love this guy from all our (laughs) our talking cage club got Giovanni Ribisi in this movie as a family man who just wants to like have a future that's like a great future for his kids which as soon as I found out that he had kids I was like oh there's no way he's making it through this movie Mm -hmm. and spoiler alert dies gruesomely yes like what's cool about his death and i know we're jumping ahead is that he's listening to mickey cohen and mickey's found the bug he doesn't know that he's found the bug and one of mickey's guys comes up behind him and strangles him with like a, a wire and then the guy the killer gets set on fire by this open fireplace and i was like oh shit he's gonna get out of this but no, the killer kills Giovanni Ribisi and then calmly takes the jacket off, puts the fire out, and just walks out. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> like that, I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen that in a movie. True.
2: Yeah, that was really interesting. This is totally the kind of movie where a guy would catch on fire and burn to death while strangling a guy, and they would both sort yep. of just like just flail around in the garage until the whole thing went up in flames. And, and so for it not to happen, I was just kind of like, oh, that's very cool. I've not, I've not seen that either. This director's really weird. Like The other thing he directed was Zombie Land?
1: I feel like I've seen that. Maybe not.
2: I love it. Like, it's pretty hilarious, and I'm a big zombie fan anyway, but, like, once I put that together, I was like, okay, like, this is just gonna be, like, a ride, you know what I mean? Like, this is, you're basically, yeah, going on Gangster Ride, the
0: movie, so, and I'm fine with that. That's cool. There was stuff that this director did toward the end where it's like, he just starts using bullet time just because, like, I guess he thinks it looks cool, and I'm like, come on, dude, like, this is just, like, like, commit to some style. Like, he's just like, let's do all the styles. Like, let me just do every movie I've ever seen and like just hopefully it'll come out cool. And like some of it's cool and some of it's just like, why are you trying this here?
2: Yeah, I thought the car chase was pretty cool, but just because I think old fashioned car chases are like always
1: kind of cool yeah. Yeah,
0: anyway, yeah, and, and kind of like just funny the way the
1: cars react, like they don't mm-hmm. just like crumble, so like they bounce around a lot. Yeah. I like that. So.
0: Mike, did you look up what this guy also directed or no? Not past Zombieland, no. So he did Zombieland, he's gonna do Zombieland 2. He also did 30 Minutes or Less, which was that, uh, oh, another. Yeah. Uh, movie with Heisenberg right I was just trying to think Mark Zuckerberg in it uh, you know it's cooler <laughs> than Zombieland Zombieland 2 and also a billion dollars he's also going to direct <laughs> Venom the uh, oh. Tom Hardy movie coming
1: out this year oh, so man that's pretty interesting that's cool
0: yeah Seen, well,
1: I mean he was already firmly in the Marvel universe, so what the fuck I've seen the gifted jump.
2: I've seen that gif of Venom. And I'm not just saying that to bring up gif. the debate of GIF GIF or anything like that, but I mean it, that <laughs> that thing looks really fucking cool. I don't know if it can sustain ninety minutes, but it's a cool gif.
0: There you go.
1: I haven't seen anything about Venom because I want to watch it, so
0: Yeah, neither have I. Above all else, above all these other people on his team, his number one sort of his right hand man is Ryan Gosling. Uh his yes. name I wrote down somewhere, maybe I also wrote down just Detective Gosling. Oh, I wrote
2: down detective Blade Goss. Runner for a minute because he plays oh. the detective again. I, I, I'm not sure is Hello? he even a detective here, but he's doing detective shit, so I thought he was. He's
1: he's like a cop. I think he's a detective. No, he's I think not he's not detective. like a beef cop. Because it's like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, even when he starts He's out. He's a
0: sergeant. Sergeant Jerry Wooters. Huh. Ooh. But, you know where else he plays a detective? Last time you were on, Mike, he plays a detective or a cop in The Nice right. Guys. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and, That's what I was saying.
1: Like, Goss has this, like, policeman-gone-rogue style down.
0: Yeah. So here, here, here is... What blew my mind, and Joe, you're not gonna remember this because as soon as you say something, it goes God. out of your brain. When we were doing the most and least Boyfriend Material guessing game for yes. the nice guys, you yes. said Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe are door to door Bible salesmen. Oh. And yes. in this movie, oh my he says God. to Emma Stone, I'm a Bible salesman. <laughs> and I was like, What? Oh my the God. fuck It's amazing. Was that
1: was was that the thing that you sent us in the yes. chat? Oh it fuck.
0: Blew my mind.
1: I've seen this movie once coming down off drugs there's many there's no way the, the, you remember in theaters it. there's no way I remembered that not even close
0: the fact that he uses that as a pickup line when that was like oh. your stupid guess for like what a movie called The Nice Guys is about I yes. was like and the fact that they both have like the same profession they're both back in time he's a cop in boat
1: <laughs> like there's so many parallels and i was like what like yeah. lost i lost even... my mind i totally didn't even remember it i'm so glad you did and brought it up that's awesome see i was just like a... i was just seeing into the future that's all it was yeah thank you for that you made me feel really good about my guess yeah. Yeah, i had totally forgot i had totally forgotten about my guess lila in this if if i can't remember what i said was my guess like 3 episodes ago I definitely didn't remember him saying in this movie. So
0: Well that's what I think because you you like I think we're like a good pair because you remember specific things about the movies. I forget the movies almost immediately, <laughs> but I remember the weird guesses. <laughs> yeah. So like when we had like a tour bus or something come up, and I was like, Oh, that's exactly what you said for Song to Song or whatever. Like it's just these these like things that come up out of nowhere. Yeah. That your your insane guesses prove to be true eventually over time, uh, it's just, it's weird. It's weird how it happens. It
1: shows that my brain is full of nonsense, and your brain, like, is like oh man, like this is my brain
0: remembers the nonsense. I'm so
1: yeah. It's like wow, that sounds so strange. And in my head, it's just like normal shit that came out of my mouth. So. Yep, basically.
2: <laughs> exactly. Did you guys notice anything about his voice in this movie? He had a wacky accent. Yeah, he had a, he had like he had like a high talk like high all the time. He was like hey, oh you know over
1: here. Hey, who's the tomato?
2: <laughs> you know like who's the first of all who says who's the tomato when referring to a gorgeous woman on Mickey well, Cohen's arm? Is, like... This is
1: a time period piece.
2: But even then, even then. Like, I don't know. I thought that that came off kind of funny. But he also calls someone a peach, I think, too. Which I was like, oh, my cage I senses think. went
1: off. <laughs> um, yeah, because of all the peaches. But I think he's trying to do the 1940s... Accent the movie accent is what he's trying
2: oh, to. Oh, I hear you. Like the way they talk in think the too. movies. Yeah.
1: What was it called? Like Mid Atlantic, Mid Atlantic, or something. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it has it has no. It has a specific name, and it's like a weird mix of like British English. There was like a whole. I watched like a whole. No um, shit. Ten minute YouTube video about it, and it's like it's a combination of like British English and English that was meant to like kind of sound like both, but nobody ever talked like this. It was strictly for movies. Oh,
2: so it kind of gave the gangsters like a fake air of sophistication or something.
1: No, no, no. It was just like it was it was just a hollywood convention. Oh, okay. That just like was to meant to make the audiences like both be able to understand it or so. there's like a whole thing on it. But it Although
0: cool. so I think that his accent, like, it's very clearly at the beginning of the movie, like he's like going into this hard. I think as the movie goes on he sort of drifts back a little bit to normal gosling. Yeah. But also yep. that accent made it really difficult for me to understand like a third of the words he was saying.
1: Yes, it does.
2: Well, I think like a a lot of the movies kinda like that because Josh Brolin's like talking through his teeth most of the movie you know like hey, you wanna join my squad <laughs> <laughs> and then Sean Penn I mean his accent is like you know cause he has like that thick New York accent in this so he's throwing down like an original gangster accent in his performance too so do you think it's...
1: that they gave them all they were just all like what is your gangster accent <laughs> and they were like okay you use that one you use that one <laughs> you know what I mean they just like all did like a different regional gangster accent and everybody's like yeah those all work just blend them all in
2: it, it's <laughs> just crazy because Sean Penn is like really leaning into like yeah I'm, I'm gonna get Chicago and I'm gonna take over LA and everything and I was like yeah.
0: whoa he is going, going for, for it going for it but it's great. What we get really early on, like, the, the, the Gosling character setup is really good because we sh- we see that he's... Like, I wrote down so many moments that were hashtag boyfriend material that yes, I just kept writing things lot. down. Like, there's he's a lot. Like, parental to the shoeshine kid, which, again, yep. knew he was going to die because, like, there's no reason <laughs> to pay this much attention to this kid who's not going to, like, you know, he's going to make it through the movie.
2: But did you think... Yeah. Do you think it was going to be, like... The thing he cared about the most that would get him to sort of decide to finally join the fight like that was a little strange to me like I, I you know I thought he had a nice sort of Will Smith Shia thing going on with him and everything but I didn't expect that to be what turned his mind in
1: the end no I didn't I didn't see that coming and I had seen the movie before I was like I was not expecting him to like be like the shine boy was like part of my family. Like, I thought they were, like, you know, cool buddies on the street, but, like, I didn't think that was going to make him join the the gangster squad.
0: But it's, it's it's sort of like a one-two punch that makes him join the gangster squad, because, like, the kid gets killed, and then, you know, he falls in love with the tomato, with Emma Stone. Then when he realizes, like, she's in trouble, it's sort of, that's the other thing that, like, keeps him involved, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I, I have a feeling it, he wanted to get involved to protect her, and he needed sort of an excuse for himself to, like take action and i guess like being involved in the he, like because he almost gets killed in the drive-by too and he has like that spider sense moment where like he can <laughs> see it about to happen and stuff so i actually thought he was going to save the kid and he would end up carrying him to the hospital or something and be like yeah, someone same. help this kid he needs some help he needs a medical yeah. attention i was actually kind of surprised that he got gunned down but then i remembered that maybe the opening shot of this movie was sean penn tearing a guy in half with two with two cars so I was like okay I get it yeah okay
0: what we also know about Gosling early on is that when he gets into the club everybody knows him everybody loves him he's like playful with the waitress puts his hat on her head she's into it as he walks into the club the two girls he passes both like I fuck him they're like oh god like he's you know what I mean like he's just Mm -hmm. he is the king of this place he sort of hangs out with a guy who's a, kind of what's a criminal a but called? I guess
1: what's the place called do you remember the name I did of it? not write it down no okay
0: Club Obi-Wan <laughs> No. he's got a friend who's sort of like I guess a criminal but not like a really bad criminal or whatever and he's just sort of like his informant his CI and he just sort of keeps him abreast that guy gets killed too like everybody that Gosling cares about in this movie hmm. except for Emma Stone gets killed.
2: I thought that guy was um, was like a loan shark and, and gaz was like in for a couple bucks that he he was like in trouble or like he had lost a bet or something and then Gosling you know, it was like, Yeah, you're my informant but you're also my bookie and like yeah I owe you money but you're gonna yeah, get they, they were they were like,
1: than a little bit In a gray area. Yeah, and I think
2: that's sort of what, like, they have a cool friendship. I actually quite like their friendship. I didn't expect that guy to be trustworthy towards, like, the end of the movie and actually end up helping Emma Stone. I thought he was definitely going to, like, turn out to be a rat, but but it was cool that he wasn't.
0: So he asks who the tomato is, and the guy says, that's Mickey Cohen's girl. She's his tutor or something? She's, like, his charm school, like,
1: something. Miss Manners. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: basically, like, his, like... He's Eliza Doolittle. He's Eliza Doolittle, right? And she, and he's... It's
2: like, it's like Kingsman. He,
0: he's Eggsy. And, yeah.
2: And she's, you know, Lancelot or whoever it was. So.
0: Yeah, it's like Pygmalion. She's Professor Henry Higgins and he's... Eliza Dulo like he's this uncultured swine and he's trying to be like groomed into this like respectful gentleman but by the end of the movie where he's like again there's so many movies that like I don't know if Joe you're gonna think these are like cool callbacks or not but like he's just what? like oh I like only having one fork it makes my decisions easy just like ugh. like it's just like it's like weird sort of dumb lazy screen where like she teaches him how to use the fork early on and yeah. then at the end he's like oh I like only having
1: one fork like come on like you don't have to bring you don't have to call everything back I didn't just to get it out there now it's like watching this movie again I did the Joe thing where like I just watched it for color and like I lost a lot of the story but I like I picked up on all of these like movie cues and it actually like disappointed me I wasn't very happy with like the cliches and stuff like that good good so yeah, he so, should not be.
2: Well, what about how the movie opens with, like, all this stuff about Mickey being a boxer? And, and the real one was an actual boxer. <clears throat> he, like, boxed his way up the mafia, like, ring. And, like Oh, wow. Fought his, like... So
1: this is based on a true story?
2: Yeah, he was a real guy, Mickey Cohen. I mean, yeah. this is elaborated okay. and everything. And, um, yeah, of course. He went to prison, got released, died a free man. And all kinds of oh, things nice. like a minor B-level him. celebrity when he died. I kind of loved how the end was a boxing match between him and Josh Brolin. Oh, Did you? So oh, dude, I, it was oh. so terrible. I loved it. That's like I was like, this is. I can't believe we're gonna do this, but I'm so glad we're here because I'm just I'm just having so much fun with it. Like at this time, and so I just didn't think the boxing stuff was prevalent enough. It doesn't really. Work right.
1: I kind of wished that the boxing was like really big in the beginning, and then it just like never came back. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, <laughs> that would have made me happier because like that's like a like that's a really shitty movie. Just cut it out right? entirely like,
0: then, if you're not. Yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. It.
1: Like you like made it like a big point, like that first scene, and then like we just never get to where he boxes.
0: Because like you could use the boxing as like a metaphor for like him trying to recapture his glory days. Like he doesn't actually still need to be a boxer.
1: But they show True. him like throw a punch somewhere. Oh, he beats up that cop when they like raid as one. House or whatever, Mm. his one like stash spot. He like punches that cop a bunch of times and like boxes him there. And I was like, oh, that's our boxing thing. And then at the end, when he's like, you want to dance? I was like, oh, God, no. Oh well. <laughs> how <about> no, you <laughs> could love it, man. I get it. Like, I love shitty movie stuff, so, like, it was just one that, like, I wish they would have flopped. I wish it would have been more like a, I definitely have cancer, and then we just, like, never went back there type situation, but, like...
2: Yeah, the only other callback I have is, um, because I, I, I love how Gosling put the hat on the on the girl at the club when he walked in, and at the very end,
0: he's sitting in a puts park with a on dog. dog. Yeah,
2: he puts the hat <laughs> on the dog. I was like, Oh, my God, that was
0: perfect. <laughs> I feel like there were other thing. maybe not. I don't know. I also stopped writing down, like, things that i didn't like because i was just like i could just keep making notes at the end of like just like generic stuff that i didn't want to talk about yeah
1: and you don't need to and we don't need to like harp on like like it is a generic cliched movie this is a perfect movie that if you want to watch on like a saturday afternoon and it's like not raining you know what I mean? Like, you're like oh, I'll watch this.
2: There's there's one crazy crazy part that I have to mention because it just feels like there was a maybe like a some cut stuff maybe around it. But on the what night, so on the night, Giovanna Rabisi is killed, and this sounds that by the way sounds like a an old folk legend or something. Let me gather around and tell you about <laughs> the night Giovanni was murdered. They go by and they shoot up Josh Brolin's house and they try to kill his pregnant wife, and then yes. Josh Brolin gets home and she has
1: the baby in a. Yes! Huh? Yes! Yep, she what was that? She just, like, totally delivered the baby by herself, like, single-handedly delivered this baby, and I was like, damn, that's a badass chick. I, th- I think
0: we've proven that, like, you know, just her character, that she is... Essentially, the, she's a combination of, like, Mia and Letty. Like, she's the mom, but she's also got, like, the toughness of Letty.
1: Yeah, she does, dude. She's just badass. She, like, that's what I said. Like, as soon as that happened, I looked at Rachel, and I was like, she delivered this baby herself? Like, yeah. what the fuck? After being shot at. Yeah!
2: I have a feeling they, they may have filmed that and then cut it, because it seems like it was sort of maybe part of the shootout sequence. Like, you see her crawl to the tub and, and then actually sort of start pushing Probably. and get go into it all and everything. And it might have just been a little too heavy. For you know, it just or graphic, it just could have been too gra- I mean, we did see a guy get pulled in it half, ripped in like, half, but, you know, <laughs> in the but first that's 30 different, seconds, but that's not like realism, you know. Like,
1: America likes violence, man. Violence is way different than any female. Thing that you can do in America. So I do
0: want to mention some uh, other early quotes from Gosling, just because there's so many good quotes Go that he. It. They're talking about who the tomato is, and he says Cohen's getting all sophisticated, and Gosling says, "Oh, that must be nice." And they say, "What's that?" He's like, "I haven't been sophisticated in weeks. It's sure. not for lack of trying." Which I feel like if we, Joe, if you and I adopted uh, what Mike and I do for the other podcast, like a a euphemism for, face yeah, exactly. He got uh, sophisticated. Getting sophisticated.
1: Yeah, they sophisticated. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I like it. I like
0: how he
2: orders a dirty Shirley at the bar. Did you catch Oh, that?
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I also wrote that down. Like, I guess it's just a Shirley Temple with alcohol? Yeah, Oh, it is. I
2: didn't pick up on that. Oh, That's, that's exactly a, yeah. what it is. Oh, yeah.
1: sweet. I, I think they put vodka in it. I don't have to ask Rachel. I'm not sure, but okay.
2: The, uh, the shoe shine kid comes up to him and is like, hey, you want a shine? And he goes, you want a shiner?
1: I was like, oh man, I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so corny. The shoeshine kit was pretty cool. I did like the shoeshine kit a lot. I like when he's like, I just needed to make a dollar and then I'll go home and he's like, Here's a dollar and he's like, shine like the, like then as soon as he turns he just is back at it.
2: Joey, did you get like anything I know I think it was twenty years earlier movie wise, but like I mean timeline wise, but did you get kind of like a cotton club vibe off of this a little bit with like, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Think of like aesthetically and just with like all the gangster stuff going on. I started feeling, like, kind of looking around
0: corners, like, hmm, is Cage in a phone booth somewhere, like... (laughs) About to get shot up in a phone booth, yeah, because I feel like, I don't remember anything about Cotton Club except for Cage getting killed there, and maybe, like, Mm. show tunes? But Mm -hmm. it feels like both that movie and this movie, like, they're sort of whatever movies that the guy that we're watching it for, and I don't think it's just bias, is the best part of the movie.
1: True. So we were talking about Emma Stone a little bit. Emma Stone... In this movie, says at one point, she came to LA to be a star. Yeah. And I was like, how many (laughs) fucking movies have we seen Emma Stone try to be a movie star in the movie? Ugh. It was so frustrating. And I knew that you would love it because it's just La La Land, but sure. Even him cooking breakfast for her, I was like, this is La La Land. Like, this is, like, Seb cooking for Mia. The club that they walk into was called Club Figaro. How that was not called Seb's or Chicken on a Stick. Oh, That was one that I would have really loved to have had if that one was called Seb's or Chicken on a Stick. You know, like, so it could have actually been la, la land i was like damn it like why didn't they name the club in la, la land club figaro i don't know because i guess they probably don't want to remember that this movie exists <laughs> probably not based on the rating
0: when he first wants to meet emma stone like after he finds out who she is his criminal friend says the penalty for poaching the king's deer i think in this town is still a permanent vacation in a pine box and Gazan just says Well, you gotta die of something, and like I guess like (laughs) if sleeping with Emma Stone gets me killed, like it's worth it. Which good on you, ma'am. Yeah,
1: I like that one too. That was one of my favorite Gosling lines. He was just like, "Yeah, I'll I'll die for it."
0: I love that uh,
2: her character is just looking for a way out, and she found like the best possible way out of all of them. Like Ryan Gosling appears. And
1: turn, <laughs> turning state State's Witness at the end and just, like, living the dream. Willingly,
2: yeah. though. And, yeah, and that she, but I, I'm glad that she actually, like, by the end of it, I feel like these two crazy kids might actually stand a chance. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like it's... Oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't... It doesn't fall false
1: to No, me. they they work really well together in general. That's so it. Yeah, they, I, they just have great chemistry. And, I mean, as much do. as you hate
0: La Land, like, you have to admit that them together in that movie is great.
1: Yeah, I think that they're pretty good together. I mean, it's really corny as shit, and, like, I hate oh, it, like, it's absolutely
0: corny. Like I'm not I'm not denying that it's not corny. Like La La Land is super corny.
1: I hate every movie that has unrealistic depictions of relationships because I think it gives people false sense of what relationships should be. So like I personally have a deep qualm with it but they do work well together and if you watch it as them being cutesy together then yes it makes sense well
0: even like in this movie where she's like where have you been my my whole miserable life it's like oh like they are just meant to be together like it just mm-hmm. feels like The actors, like, there's someone I follow, like, there's a couple Instagram accounts that I follow from Cage Club Pod that are just, like, Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling, like, fan accounts, like, Emma Gosling, you know, Gosling happily married or happily in a relationship, whatever their status is. Emma Stone may be married, I don't know, but, like, they just feel like they, I mean, I can absolutely see, like, why... Every teenage girl in America, and even, like, me, would, like, love to see them together.
1: Yeah, I can see it. I was going to say, like, if there's a couple that you'd want to ship in the term of, like, put them in a relationship in real life, yeah. it probably be these two, man. Yeah. Because they're, like, they've been in so many movies together and shit, like, and they always play, like, a really cute couple, so
0: yeah. why not? When he's trying to pick her up, he's telling her the story about, like, how he was at war, and, like, you know, he was yeah. hanging from a helicopter or whatever with, like, sharks bumping yeah. his legs in the dark. He asks if she's weak in the knees yet. Like, just, like, knowing this, like, this isn't really working, like, you know, she's like Mike said. She's looking for a way out. He also looks the way that he looks, and that's just what's gonna work. They talk about, and I don't know if you knew this, Mike, because I didn't know it until, cause I've never seen this. But they talk about, you know, playing games like playing Post Office. And yeah, she what says does that post office is a kids game. So what this is from, this is word for word from this three stooges short, three little Pigskins uh, with Curly and Phyllis Crane. But I guess also of note in that scene, it was a really, really young Lucille Ball. Wow. But like this is word for word lifted from a short from nineteen thirty four. Like, why is that in the movie? I don't know. It doesn't really make sense. Like, they don't explain what post office is. He's talking about making like a sex game, but like, I don't know what post office is.
1: Maybe they were trying to drop in a timely pop culture reference. Like, maybe that was like their anchor man or something. But, but that
2: would still be 10 years ago, movie time. Oh, but it could have been a reference before maybe he went to war? Yeah, that is, or the one they grew up That's on? That's what I mean.
1: Exactly. So, hmm. like, it would be something that they both know that they're like, yeah. I'll
2: tell you this much: that reference is not in popular culture anymore. It did not survive. It, no, it <laughs>
1: didn't. It did not for me. No. I mean, hashtag
2: not. bring back post office, the game? Question mark. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah.
1: In
0: horrible bosses, Jason Sudeikis says to Jason Bateman, "I think like I'm gonna bend her over a barrel and shower the fifty states." It's it's supposed to like be a phrase that people know. In the credits, you see that when he says that, Jason Bateman says something like, "Is that a thing people say?" And Jason Statham is like, "Well, it is now." They, like they just make things up for a movie. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the Three Stooges made it up, or maybe it actually was a game in 1934. I don't it know. Is.
2: Or even know. earlier when the Three Stooges were little kids. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was a callback to that. Who the fuck knows?
0: But the way that he actually beds Emma Stone is, she says you want to take me away from all this and make an honest woman out of me? He says, no, ma'am. I just want to take you to bed. Then we cut to another scene yes. of like Josh Josh Brolin, like, you know, getting the team together or whatever. Then we go to to the bed and this is where Mike said, you know, hey guys what's in your hands emma stone's character and like they are being obnoxiously cute in this scene where he's like hey come here for a second i want to ask you something she like leans in and he just like starts
1: talking and just kisses her it's like that was my pick for most boyfriend material it's super cute that was just too adorable yeah it was it was really gross and this is where
0: (laughs) she asks, where have you been all my miserable life and he just says drinking which is a Mm -hmm. great reply truth me of special significance to his life she says he'll kill you if he finds out you know and she and he, and he says who she says mickey he says mickey mouse I which love, of course oh, I love that. as we'll get oh. to he was on the new mickey mouse club he was yes. a little
1: boy i forgot that that's true i i
2: didn't quite throw the remote across the room when he said that but i lit up like a light bulb when he said Mickey Mouse. <laughs> in good ways or bad ways? Oh, in g- no, just oh, good ways because, uh, okay. yeah, okay. no, not in bad ways. No, no, I didn't mean that like in anger because sometimes when I yeah. get excited for movies, I like throw the remote because <laughs> like, okay. I'm just ex- ex- exclaiming. Yeah, you just
1: like throw it up in the air, just like dump everything. Right, yeah, yep.
2: yeah. So like it wasn't quite a throw the remote moment, but I definitely was like, holy shit, like that's some self referential shit right
1: there.
0: Another candidate for boyfriend, best boyfriend material moment is a couple scenes later he's talking to the shoeshine kid and he says how's your mom and the kid says how the hell should i know he says you should know how your mom is which i mean (laughs) he loves his his mom yeah
2: this is a guy you want to bring home right like yeah give me a break the breakfast in bed and oh man
0: later in that conversation same conversation he says the only thing you should be worried about is how you're gonna get your hand up a girl's skirt like he's caring but he's also like get it
1: no see that was my least boyfriend material moment of the whole movie you called them both out and i think that's just like encouraging young children to... Premarital sex? No. To, like, grope a woman. It was just... It was a little aggressive. It was a little aggressive. He was a little young. So it was like, hey, relax there. That's not boyfriendy. <laughs> if it would have been like, how do you... The only thing you should be worried about is how you're going to get a girl to go on a date with you, I'd have been like, oh, okay, cool. But it was, like, up a skirt. I was like, mm... I don't know Mm, too much locker room talk with with respect with class yeah no no that was definitely not classy he was trying to be cool for the little boy
2: I think what there might be I mean because I I think it's just part of the times of the you know the time that the movie takes place and yeah of the time but I also think it's to show that like he's not straight and narrow like he is kind of crass at times like he can kind of go there like because he gets to a dark place in this movie as do most of the gangster squad like they all have to cross the line you know they all end up going out without their badge on so I think it was just another thing like oh he's nice but he's more of a scoundrel you know what I'm saying like he's got an edge to him so don't get too close girls like
0: and in that same scene like there's so many again two other potential boyfriend material moments in this scene full of them or at least boyfriend material moments yes he sees Mickey Cohen's gangsters coming tries to send Pete home tries to save the kid he's like here take this kid out of here very parental very big brotherly very it was kid gets killed shot he holds him crying then he goes and avenges his death
1: to immediately try to avenge him
0: yeah yeah and he kills one guy chases the rest of them off the guy says you can't shoot me you're a cop he says not anymore and I'm like yes Gosling unhinged right here right now Mike, I don't know if it's just because we've been watching Christopher Nolan movies lately for Cinebakers, which the first episode is now out. If you want to go check that out, we're watching Mike and I with the guest of our last episode, Chris Mattiello. Uh, We're going to do all Christopher Nolan's movies, so this past Monday we did Following, and then whenever... I guess this upcoming Monday we'll be doing Memento, which was a great, great movie. But yeah. Like I don't know if it's just because we've been watching those movies lately, but when he goes in the club to try to kill Mickey Cohen before his friend like saves him, it sounds to me like Batman music, like the sort of like hmm. the, this, the the Batman Ooh. begins like this orchestral, like the very strong like heroic, the iconic Batman music. And I was like, is this that? Like, it sounded to me like that. I don't know if you, huh. I guess you didn't hear that or pick up on that.
2: No, I, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that, like, the music-wise. But it's funny, I got a bit of, like, a Tim Burton Batman vibe out of this just because of the sort of, you know, gangster noir style that he lifted. Okay. To be part of that, though. But it no, I, did, I didn't, I, I did like the music, but I didn't get that, no. I like the part where Josh Brolin goes into Mickey Cohen's house and he's not there and he starts yelling, Mickey, where are you? And all this stuff. Uh, Apropos of nothing, though, I just thought was one of my favorite non-Gaz uh, moments. Absolutely. Oh, can I uh, mention a moment? I guess it's kind of been, I wanted to mention this a little earlier, yeah? but uh, this is a bit of a crossover connection with uh, Too Fast, Too Ooh. Furious, I thought. There's, okay. there's a, a moment here where they're all the gangster squad has, is at a barbecue Oh, okay. they're all together and they're all like family, family. and stuff and then uh, even Nick Nolte shows up and he, he's almost like Mr. Nobody of the crew and everything and uh, he's he, like
1: Hobbs he shows up like Hobbs, he Hobbs in, like, yeah. yeah he's like I gotta bring this he's like I'm gonna give you this beer but I'm not here
2: exactly Yeah. well that's what made me think perfect. of Mr. Nobody because he's like I'm not even here I mean, or he's yep. more like I'm not even here <laughs> 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 but yeah he got a total fast fam vibe out of that barbecue Ooh. sequence. I didn't
1: I didn't even connect those things in my head but now that you say it I can totally and, see it. And I think
2: they even do a toast, toaster like to the gangster squad. The yep. gangster squad. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. They absolutely do that in that Damn scene. Because you knew that the titular line was coming at one point and I was just like when are we going to get it and it's there and I was like mm-hmm. But yep, I think yep, and at the point yeah, this I, feels right.
2: It feels like they were filming it and they're like we got it do this like you we gotta we, I mean like let's just really put it out there and do it as the toast Like, there couldn't be a better moment to like stick that it just feels so stuck in and I
0: love it and I don't remember if this is before or after that but uh Josh Brolin and those guys tried to go rob Mickey Cohen's like casino or like sort of like pop-up shop gambling outpost or whatever yeah and there's the like, actual cops in there it just feels like less official than a casino. Like, it's sort of like a casino-type place or whatever. No,
1: no, no, it's not, because none of these casinos were legal. Yeah. It's like, it's a a casino in the sense of Boiler Room. Yes. Casino. Perfect. Uh,
0: And shout-out Ben Affleck, who also was going to direct this movie and then chose to do Argo instead. Whoa. Well, I'm glad he chose Argo. He got his thing on um, that night, whatever. He did
2: a gangster movie eventually. It didn't turn out this good.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm glad that we don't have to watch that movie for the podcast that we're not doing because I saw that in (laughs) theaters and I was like. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, is this movie boring? Yep. Um, The one in Miami. Live by Night. Live by Night. Live by by Night, night, yeah. Yeah, hoo boy. But also of note in Argo, just while we're on the topic, um, I'm trying to figure out who he was. So the Robert Patrick role, the T2 role, was originally cast as Bryan Cranston, Walter White, but he then left to go do Argo with Ben Affleck.
2: Whoa. Oh. Interesting. So the director's like, I'm taking him with me. He's like, I'm taking, my I'm taking the one who
0: knocks with me, yes.
2: I always wanted them to make the actual movie that they were pitching. <laughs> like, It always just seemed like a really cool movie. I was like, why did yeah. they end up
0: making it? Who knows? So then, I don't remember if this is before or after the barbecue, but they when they go to Robbett Casino, uh, Josh Brolin and I think Michael Peña get arrested. Mickey Cohen's guys are going to go there to... Break them out. They're going to go there to because they paid off the cops so they're there to like get them and kill them but Gosling shows up first convinces them to go what also I really like about this movie like this movie which is sort of generic does a few things that like I haven't really seen or aren't too common in movies and they go to break these guys out of prison they like tie this like winch to the window, and they try to like r- like yes. drive away with the car, and it just like takes part of the
1: window off, but like does not do like any kind of actual structural damage. It's and like, it rips oh. the, it rips the bumper off the car, and they're yeah. just like that didn't work. That and didn't I was work. like, that's a cool convention, you know, like for it to not work. Yeah. They also
0: like cut the power in here. There's like a really cool fight scene because like Mickey Killen's guys show up at the same time, and they get out of there, but like that, that's like a cool sequence and sort of a unique sequence in an otherwise pretty generic mm. movie from yeah. start to finish. I like it.
2: It was a cool way to do a jailbreak, because, you know, you're just like, how can we do this jailbreak that hasn't been done a million times, and then I love that the T-1000, I just call him the T-1000, that's who he is, right?
0: Go T-2. I, I just call, call him just call T-2, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, He's, like, in this movie universe, he's, like, an actual, like, celebrity, in a way. Like, he was, a, he's apparently, like, an old cowboy hero or something, so, like, he does the old cowboy move of, like, you know, breaking oh, him out of Oh, by the jail. way, did
1: you notice what the comic that he was in was called?
2: No, I don't remember.
1: You you guys didn't see it. I, can't I saw, but comic, I don't remember it. The comic that he was in was called True Detective. Oh, oh. Dang. well, that's why.
0: I mean, that's why they named the show that because it was like an actual series. I think. Oh, yeah, okay, cool, cool. Yeah.
2: So I think that was funny that they were playing on that convention and they're just like, "Oh, that's outdated. That doesn't work anymore. Like, we can't do that." And so you have yeah. to do something more sneaky. Like, guy like that Gosling uh, had like the wits to sort of get there yeah. before and impersonate the guy and. Take care of the situation and everything. So that was cool.
0: And speaking of cowboys, T two lost thirty pounds to look more like a cowboy. Like he lo- he's not like he's not super thin. I guess he must have been heavier. But like he I guess he he, he looks like a cowboy. But like if he had lost thirty pounds because like, he's not super super thin in this. I don't mm-hmm. think. No, yeah. he's got kind of a wild bill mustache and yeah. he
2: looks a little elderly. I wonder if they did some makeup to him or something to make him seem like kind of more like on the far side of sixty or something but well, uh,
0: all I know about makeup is that Sean Penn spent three hours in makeup each morning <laughs> why dude looks really? he looks why? he
2: looks like a Dick Tracy character like it's insane yeah. it's in, like why don't like it's either everybody get in makeup or kind of like nobody get in makeup because it's just crazy I mean yeah. I know it's yeah. I mean, if you watch, like, Raging Bull and stuff, like, at the time, that makeup isn't even great, and I feel like this is worse than that. Like, even just for (laughs) boxers and, like, Cauliflower Ear and, like, Beaten Brow and, like, whatever like inflated no broken noses and stuff like i was just like this is crazy
1: yeah three hours a day holy fuck i can't I know. imagine if, if i, I know. do that
0: probably like yeah. six weeks like four like say the movie took six weeks to shot like he was probably like there for three weeks like he spent like a day of his life in makeup you know like it's just it's crazy it's just like a lot of just so much a lot of actors
2: do that for movies you know i just think of like guardians of the galaxy like how many oh, of those yeah. people are like probably getting to the makeup chair at the same time and they're in there for like four or five hours too it's crazy uh, and then you look at like oh i'll play star lord like
0: i only have to put on like a leather jacket no but helmet. you know he spent he spent as much time as they did in makeup just like working out to get into that shape oh, so it's like you know point. it's all mm-hmm. it's all it's all a trade-off fair. yeah
1: fair true yep. and
0: it's around this time where they go and bug mickey's uh house and gosling sees Emma Stone in there and kisses her in there. Word sort of gets around the team like, oh, he's in a relationship with Mickey's girl, and then Josh Brolin's saying basically that she's expendable, that you know something happens to her, it happens to her, whatever. He's talking about her like he knows her, and Gosling says, another boy from Jail Moment, possibly, with all due respect, Sarge, you don't know a goddamn thing about her. Like basically Stop talking about my girl.
2: Yeah, he wants to use her as like an informant, right? He's like, "You get her to tell us where the book is gonna." Because like Mickey's trying to sort of centralize all the booking and open like one place and like sports book. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, "You get her to tell us the location of the sports book." And I'm like, "Jeez, <laughs> then I was like, "Snap it back a minute." So like, yeah, I I found that to be a little like, yeah, defend uh, I was like, "Good for you." Like, I'm glad you stand up to this guy and you let him know like you need me i don't need you like i want to be part of the gangster squad but like i don't have to be part of the gangster squad like i could go after mickey on my own that was nice that there's like some tension
0: and there's another tension like a little a couple scenes later between again i think between brolin and gosling another boyfriend trail moment he's like worried about her and he says you know he's like there's a line you go and talk to my girl you put her in danger you cross that line pal like basically his relationship with emma stone is sort of cloud not clouding his judgment but like kind of reprioritizing things and he wants to be a part of this but above all else he wants her to be safe and so again basically every time he talks about her i wrote it down as a possible boyfriend from moment
1: yeah he does he talks about her very lovingly the whole movie so and there's
0: one other thing in the middle where they're like it's sort of like the the montage of them taking down mickey's guys one by one is that there's one scene that's really great where they're in a room it takes a guy by like the scruff of his neck and like throws him out of the room and then just like casually, like, waves the women on through, like, alright, everybody out now, but, like, he, like, took the guy and just, like, like threw him out, and I'm just like, alright, ladies, your turn to leave. And just, like, that little little moment, too.
2: You know what part was crazy that got, like, real real for a minute was um, when Gaz is out with Stone, and they're somewhere, I can't remember what was exactly happening, but two of Mickey's guys show up, and, yes. and, oh, and yeah. Gaz is like, what you got? He, like, beats him up, and he's like, what you got here? Acid? What are we gonna do? Throw it in her face? And he pours it on the dude's crotch? I was like, like, holy yep. shit that was yep. nuts. that was so nuts i was like this dude he doesn't care if he dies right now like he is just protecting this woman it's awesome
0: i wrote that down as a possible most boy from Jerome moment because i mean like, he is protecting her doesn't care about anything else just or it also could be least because you know he's doing something that is essentially crossing the line for mickey cohen you know what i mean it's like i don't know like that's that, that could go either way but that's a definitely a, a great moment
1: yeah he's a man that will fight your honor. (laughs) Nice.
0: That's like the eighth podcast that Joe's brought that song up, but but yes. We get, this is now where they have the breakfast where, you know, they sort of have that fight that she's like, I came to town to be a star, and then...
1: Spoiler alert, she does the same thing 400 years later, or 80 years later. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But it's it's more successful that time. Uh, And... She says, like, I'm open to
1: suggestions,
0: and Gosling says, don't go, because she's, like, getting ready to go. Like, she just slept over Gosling's house. She's going to go to Mickey's. He's like, don't go. Oh,
1: well, he gets really mad at her because she's putting on the makeup to get, yeah. like, ready to go see him. And yeah. he's like, can you not do that here? Which I get, you know, that would be a little frustrating but, okay.
0: And she's like, I'm open to suggestions he says, don't go, and she says, don't let me, and then he just does nothing and she walks out, and I was like, is that the least boy from jail moment? Like, it might be like because he wants her, but he also doesn't, like, he's, I don't know if he's afraid to take that step, but he just doesn't take that step.
1: Maybe he's still, like, working the case you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't want to, mm-hmm. like, ruin the the chance that they're gonna have to murder him, so.
0: I think it's yeah,
2: I think it's an, until everything's in the clear, maybe. It, it seems like it, commitment issues like they're just trying to sneak in a little more distance because we're getting to the climax but i like it actually like i'm it's weird how much i'm feeling how well that their relationship is working i think maybe it's because it's like the only love of Relationship going on in the movie, you know? Like, uh, Brolin and his wife are, like, you know, they're never, maybe because she's pregnant, but they're never shown to be, like, sexually affectionate or anything. They're all business, sort of. And then Giovanni Verbisi yeah, like, the family man and stuff. So, like, all of that, all of that sort of romance is all reserved for their plot line. Yep. Um, and I think that's really smart to sort of just, like, contain it like that, because all these just little turns and beats in their relationships, like, really kind of go a long way in a movie that has to sort
0: of use a lot of shorthand to tell their story. I didn't think about it like that, but that's a really good yeah, point. Yeah, there
1: was a lot of characters. You're right. I agree.
0: One thing that I wanted to point out was that we covered a couple episodes ago, Joe, we, we talked about Lost River, the movie that Gosling directed. Yes. Gos yes. River. He, apparently he agreed to act in this movie in exchange for, in exchange for the studio producing that movie, like paying for that movie. Oh. So this was like a one for you, one for me, which is cool. But what I also noticed, and I don't know if you remembered this or if you blocked that movie out of your head, was there's like, it's not the burlesque, because there are burlesque dancers.
1: With a scene with Eva Mendez doing the dance. Yes. And this, the chicky, yeah, they were very, very similar. Yep. And I absolutely thought, I related them in my head. Yep. I don't know if Mike's ever seen that movie before, but there's like a very similar Eva Mendez scene where Goss is... Fighting someone, I think, right? no, Goss isn't uh, in this movie. No, in that movie, he's not in that movie. Oh, that's right. Ava Mendez is, but he's not
0: right. Like she, and she like fakes her death, and that's where she like gets killed on stage, and then winks at the yes. camera, and she's in that like the the big fruit head headdress kind of thing. Yep, yeah, what? it's very, very similar. Like, like the Chiquita Banana headdress? Yeah, like, yes. Really? Yep. I gotta see
2: this movie. And so what's similar in this that was in there's that?
0: There's the there's a Chiquita Banana dancer in this, too.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, that's actually what made me think of Cotton Club, was that sequence, because of the nightclub. Oh. It just the way that it was Whoa. all dancing around and stuff.
0: I also <laughs> forgot, earlier in the movie, he's watching, I think it's when Brolin approaches him to join the team, uh, he's watching a burlesque dancer, and he just says, I'm just in the middle of a very important case right now. Uh, which, you know... <laughs> It's just a great
2: line. It's kind of funny to find out that he sort of did this as like a business deal kind of thing and that it wasn't necessarily something like he read and and lobbied for or whatever. I guess guess movies are just made that way from time to time. But I'm just surprised how much it feels like he's into this. You know what I mean? It almost feels like maybe it was a situation where it's like, all right, I got to go do this movie. And then he gets there and he's like, actually, this was a good move. Like, I'm glad I'm in this movie because it just feels like he's...
1: Into it. Like, everyone kind of feels into it. So that's. Yeah, they seem like they're having fun in this movie, I think, Mm -hmm. at least. Like, it's
0: really stunning to me, like, how much of a 180 I pulled in this movie. Because I was not into this at, like, in my mind, I was just like, I remembered, like, very little about this that I found enjoyable at all. Like, I think. It was partially like me setting the bar so low in my brain that it was easy to clear, but like, yeah, it's just it's fun. Like, it's not good. I don't think like it's not a good movie. But there's a
1: lot in here to enjoy. There's a lot of people that I like, and Gosling
0: is really fun in it.
1: Yeah, he's definitely the best part about it, about the movie for me too.
2: Yeah, I think like Joe too was saying earlier, like it is sort of let it sort of melt over you or whatever. Like coming down from drugs is like a good way to watch this movie maybe, or, or yep. hungover, or like you said, like on a sunny Saturday. Like it's true. Like there's not a lot of depth here, but they do twist convention from time to time. However, it's closer to like an R rated comic book film. Like, I wouldn't have been surprised if to find out that this was adapted from a graphic novel or something because it kind of has a feel. Yeah. It's it has a Sin that,
1: City feel for right. sure. Yeah.
0: Did we look? Did we see? Is it original screenplay or is it adapted from something? I
2: ended up I not checking okay. anything because I forget what shows we played, and so I didn't want to, like, oh, okay. infringe on any trivia. Ooh.
0: Games, yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. So it's not based on, like, a comic book or something, but this movie was supposed to come out, like, in August 2012, and then they okay. wanted to shoot some extra scenes because I think it wasn't working well or whatever so they push it back to January of the next year. That sort of fucked this up because it was based on a series of LA Times articles that got turned into a book by this guy Paul Lieberman and so this was supposed the book was the book came out I think August 7th of 2012 but it was supposed to come out like at the same time as the movie and then the movie got delayed six months and so like it totally oh, messed up this book hmm. release because I guess that was, like, already in the works. They couldn't push that or whatever. Or, like, they thought it was independent yeah. enough or whatever. But, like, it wasn't based on, like, a comic book or anything. It was just based on these LA Times articles, I guess, about Mickey Cohen. And then they just compiled it into a book and sort of added narrative or whatever. And then this is also what, it, what came from that.
1: Yeah, I could definitely see it being, like, something adapted, like Mike was saying, that that's definitely in my brain. Now, Joe,
0: I don't know if you made note of it, but I wrote down that we we gotta we kinda got a, a Ryan Gosling squeal.
1: Oh no, I missed it. When was it?
0: So after Josh Brolin's wife gets shot at and has the baby, okay. he and Gosling go to Mickey Cohen's house and he wants revenge. Like he's like, I don't like he, basically the same thing that happens when the shoeshine kid dies, when his wife gets shot at, he's like, I don't give a fuck about anything anymore. I'm gonna go kill Mickey Cohen right now. Yes. And they show up there. And Gosling's like, this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea. He's like, if you want to hit something, hit me. As he's saying that, Josh Brolin punches him in the face and storms in the house and he's not there. (laughs) The way that he says you want to hit something, he's like that really heightened, frenzied squeal scream. Uh, And that's, you know, what we always look for in these uh, Gosling movies.
1: I'm sad I missed that part. Yeah, I totally missed it. That's
2: like another Blade Runner moment, right? Doesn't Harrison Ford punch him in the face in that? And it's like yeah. He's always getting punched in the face by people he's trying to work he's with. He's
1: always getting punched in the face. We should, like, add that as a category. Because then he get punched in the face in nice guys, like, a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. and, like, yeah.
2: I think Russell Crowe even punched him in the face ended up being his partner
1: yeah exactly
0: oh so then after this all goes down they go back to I think Josh Brolin's house and he's just there with Gosling and Grace shows up Emma Stone shows up there's you know, this tender moment that everybody's okay but they're all sort of miserable they blackmail a judge into getting a warrant and then yes. this is where they, you know, have this big final showdown.
1: And he's at like a hotel or something, right? Yes. Like he-
0: and what's cool about it is there's a couple of cool gazing things. He does sort of the video game, like the, the video game thing, like the blind fire, where he just like, sh- like holds right trigger down without like actually getting out from behind cover <laughs> and just sort of <laughs> blindly fires. What never works in games, he kills two guys here. And then a little bit later, Josh, he's out of bullets. Josh Brolin tosses him a clip. He's going to go get the clip as he's running, gets hit in the leg but then essentially yeah. unloads this entire clip into the one guy who's riddled with like 40 or 50 bullet holes. The guy dies. But Gosling sort of slunks off into a corner. Josh Brolin like brings him to the corner and that's sort of like the end of him in the story. We get the yes. little coda of him at the end with Emma Stone with the dog. You know, his happy life. But that's sort of the end and then we have the boxing match and you know, Mickey Cohen gets arrested and that's the end of the story.
1: Yeah, yeah, the movie wraps everything up pretty quick after that, like, final showdown scene, right? Like, it, like, is, like, showdown, and then the boxing match, and then, like, just... Everything's done. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that was pretty quick. I, I
2: felt like a, a title card should have just came up and said third act climax commencing.
1: And, like, yeah it's just yeah,
2: it's on autopilot by the end. Cause you know all they have left to do is get Mickey Cohen. So they definitely stage it like a video game where it's like, all right, you gotta get through the guy the guards on the outside and the, the way they even spread out is like when a level starts, you know. <laughs> and then uh, No, I
1: just said this when we were when we were watching I it, like I turned to Rachel and I was like, Have you ever played Splinter? cell before and she was like no and i was like oh it's just like this you know like he's like, he like looks at his watch he's like the guards loop every three minutes and i was like oh yeah that's exactly what i used to do in splinter cell
2: and then he fights his way inside oh, and then he, like inside is sort of like you know secondary level and then the big yep. bad boss is up at the top and that's like i don't know that's like when you throw down your guns and they do the whole like nowadays they do like that press a then press c c a <laughs> yeah. like one of those kind of command yeah, things they do a lot exactly. of that in like uncharted i definitely got a vibe like that out of this yeah. climax
0: here and so i don't know it was fun i mean it's not a, it's not a good movie but it's a fun movie it's a lot it's a lot more yeah. fun than i was remembering um i got a bunch of trivia left do you either do you have any notes about the movie that we didn't cover yet that we want to mention or do you want to no just we went through
1: i i didn't take that many notes Because I was just, like, watching it, and it was, like, very dark and and coloring for me. So, like, I was just, like, watching it with not a lot of notes, so we covered everything that I wanted to talk about. What I liked
0: about talking about this movie is that, like, we sort of did the plot in about ten minutes, and then we're just like, here's a bunch of cool, fun shit that Gosling did. So, like, I just, you know, we covered him in his entirety. Mike, do you have any other notes, or do you want me to just hear some trivia? The only other thing I want to
2: ask you guys about that uh, just kind of felt, like, up in the air to me was with Michael Peña's character. Yeah. Was... T2 his dad
1: I couldn't no, figure out fi- No if... he seemed like he seemed like he's like one of these sidekicks that just like showed up and never went away Okay things.
2: I wasn't sure if they were trying to explore more there I kind of wish they did but I was so just
1: Excited to see Michael Pena anyway when he showed up. He says something at the beginning like nobody would trust the Mexican kid or something uh, like that. He, like, he, he, said, like, yeah. me- he
2: said like he took him in or something, and then yeah. at the end he calls him son. But I guess that could just be you know cowboy slang. Cowboy.
1: Yeah, that's what I, I I took it as cowboy slang. Yeah.
2: Okay, that that's my only other note. Otherwise, this movie was a lot of fun. Really liked it. Gosling's great in yeah. this. Like Gosling was amazing in this. Like
0: he definitely I, yeah, he elevated definitely carried it. Yeah, yeah that, sure.
2: Certainly. Yeah.
0: Sorry, Brolin, but like Gosling carried this movie. <laughs> I mean, Josh Brolin's been great in enough things. Like, Gosling can right, have this right. One. That's totally and, fine. <laughs> and he's good in this, but Gosling's great, so I'm yep. sorry. So in real life, uh, Mickey Cohen was arrested for tax evasion. In this movie, he was arrested. That's, so they they get get yeah, you. that's
1: how you always get... So that's, they're yeah, gonna, gonna that's get like the, the big
2: T eventually. And so exactly.
0: what the gangster squad did in real life, after he was in prison, other gang... Like, out-of-town gangsters would come in and try to, like, take over his business. So they would get word of this, and the gangster squad would arrest them or kidnap them, essentially, and then either beat them up, or some people said torture them, and then just chase them back out of town. So it was like a real, like, brutal, like, rougher sort of thing. Like, here, it's just like, hey, we're going to take down this guy and, you know, arrest him. In real life, it's like, okay, we got him. Now we got to make sure that nobody else comes into town and, like, takes things over. Here's how we're going to do it.
1: It makes sense, man. There would Hmm. be, like, a a hole, you know, like a void. When the main gangster leaves, like, other dudes try to sneak in. And we don't really hear a lot about, like... LA during the gangster era in this sense like mm-hmm. the 40s gangster era I guess they did a good job they scared of people off the city for a while so well, yeah.
2: I think everyone ended up in Las Vegas Pretty much because, like, this kind of takes place right around New the York, time Chicago,
1: of Chicago, Vegas. Yep, yeah, because this is
2: like right around the time of Godfather. Like, I think he's even Mickey Cohen may even be mentioned in the novel, if I'm
1: not mistaken.
2: Maybe, Ooh. but like, yeah, because this is like Michael comes back from the war, he gets involved with the mob, it's
0: like right mm-hmm. around the same time and everything. But, uh,
1: yeah, I didn't connect those two things. That makes sense.
0: Jamie Foxx was considered for the Anthony Mackey role, which I think would have been okay, but I'm glad Anthony Mackie was in here because I think he's funnier than Jamie Foxx. Mm. Whoa,
2: really? Oh. I think I like what Jamie Foxx You don't think does. so? Well I like what Jamie Foxx does. I just think Anthony Mackey feels more period appropriate, believe it or not. Like he seems like a man yes. of the times. Like it's crazy how I just think he's a great act. I think maybe he's a better actor than Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx does what he does well. Anthony Mackey just like has more range probably
1: i think in the inverse of what joey's saying i think jamie Foxx would have been too funny in the role you think like he would have been like too comical
0: the reason i said that is because that movie came out last year sleepless which is the remake which was terrible and i was just on tv the other day and i watched like a minute and i was like oh i hate this movie so i think in my head and he starred in that movie so i think in my head i just have like negative jamie Foxx connotations
2: uh, i've been thinking maybe of baby maybe. driver I think of him lately, and I'm like, I like Baby Driver, and then I don't remember much before Baby Driver, and so that's all I really go to.
0: Oh, so for the Ryan Gosling part, Adam Brody, Joel Edgerton, Luke Evans, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt were on the short list until Ryan Gosling was cast, so just sort of, you know, generic, good-looking white guys in that role.
2: I think Joseph Levitt could have been in this movie, but I don't know if that's the right... I I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. No, that's the only name out of all those that I really connected to for this but all right
1: yeah I don't think you would have worked very well here I don't think so
0: consider for the role of Josh Brolin's wife I went to Morel Enos uh, where Amy Adams and Kate Winslet, which just tells me that they really wanted a redhead for that
1: role I guess yeah apparently <laughs> they wanted a tomato
0: they wanted another tomato oh there's a parallel I never thought of is that mm, uh, yeah a couple redheads
2: yeah that's cool, because you always, I always kind of think of, you know, the blonde bombshell and then the brunette, you know, like when it comes to noir wasn't, and stuff.
1: Wasn't, like, the 40s, like, a big redhead time, though? Could have been. Maybe. I don't know.
2: Is it a Lucille Ball thing? Like, is that Yeah, another- exactly. Like this.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say, yeah.
0: But that was after. Yeah, okay. but she
2: was in that
0: three stooges short but she was a platinum blonde in that three stooges thing oh really yeah but was it black and white yeah probably (laughs) but blonde and redhead show up different in black and white so Uh, true
2: true
1: true
0: What also speaking of hair color this is right after amazing spider-man 2 and so emma so was blonde in that movie or maybe the first one whatever but like she was a blonde as gwen stacy and Uh so she had to dye her hair back to a regular color for this movie so like this is her natural hair color Oh, obviously. I thought blonde was. That's so weird. No.
1: No, she's clearly a redhead. Come on. She's so freckly and shit. Yeah. Well, the first thing I saw her was
2: super bad. She's a brunette, so when she showed up as a blonde, I was like, Oh, she's a blonde.
0: No, <laughs> she's definitely redhead. But what do I know? And for her role, people auditioned were Maggie Grace, aka Shannon from Lost, Amanda Seyfried, Emmy Rossum, Ashley Green, Teresa Palmer, Camilla Bell, Ali Michalka, and Lily Collins, who would go on to be in another movie of this, uh, Rules Don't Apply, which you know is basically the same era. So she, I guess, really wanted to be in a, a '40s movie.
2: Again with Emma Stone, I just feel like she's very period appropriate. Like she looks like an old-fashioned movie star. The more yeah. like makeup you I put know. on her. Oh, I know. And I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, look, I I like La La Land. I'm not like mental about it or anything. But like, that's a modern movie, you know. It's trying to evoke like a certain time. But this actually takes place in the 40s, and I feel like she could have been like in a lot of movies in the 40s.
0: Like, she no, of no, Lauren you guys Bacall have a great point. All that kind of thing. Like, so.
1: yeah, you have a great point. She's very classically. Like movie actress type situation, she is.
0: So we talked about Emma Stone being in two movies with him. Michael Pena will come back, or I guess be there already. He's in a really early Gosling movie called The United States of Leland, which I watched and I don't remember anything about. And Anthony Mackie will be back in Half Nelson, where Ryan Gosling's a teacher. Oh, so I like that movie. I like that movie, too. Oh. And then two other things, two other sort of references to other movies that are notable for one reason or another. The tracking shot that begins the montage, which I think might be... I, I don't know which one it is, but there's, as, there's a montage in this movie where there's a tracking shot was inspired by Old Boy, which I know that Joe and I love, and I'm assuming Mike, you love too. I'm a huge oh, yeah. Old Boy fan. But yeah, then yeah. what's also sort of another layer of weird is that Josh Brolin would be in the shitty, shitty remake of Old Boy. So Spike that's another a bit of connection there. Yep. Did you see that? Is uh, it really shitty? It's, or it's, 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 is it, that it, just, it, just it's it, there's
1: no reason There's no reason for it to exist. Well, there's a, I never saw it, no.
2: Oh, another weird thing is that the Scarlet Witch plays his daughter in that movie, you know, the story of Old yeah. Boy, uh, which is yeah. weird because Thanos and Scarlet Witch go face-to-face in Infinity Anymore.
0: But also, it really, related to the MCU, I just saw while we were recording this episode that Marvel just greenlit a Black Widow movie. So that's exciting. Oh, sweet.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah,
0: Phase four, right? So that, is I that guess. the only
2: movie announced in the next phase?
1: No, we got uh... Ant Man and Wasp.
0: No, Ant Man no, and Wasp. That's was... this. That's this, out now. This. I don't know, but we were just talking on the Road episode, right, where we were talking about how the sort of maybe the time for female superheroes in Marvel. And we got Wasp, we got Captain Marvel, and now we got a Black Widow movie. So
1: cool. Very cool. Yep. But the
0: other the other uh, movie reference, and this is my last note, is that the first line Mickey Cohen says that the children of the night, what music they make, is a quote from from the novel Bram Stoker's Dracula, which Gary Oldman says in the movie, mm-hmm. which we cover for Keanu Club and did not like, but Winona Forever just covered for you know the Winona Ryder podcast, and they love that movie. So just a little bit of a sort of a Cage Club Podcast Network connection there.
2: Children of the night. <laughs> there you go. It's an extra impression for you, a little, yeah. little Gary Oldman dragon. Thank you. Hold thank you. That that you. Thank you, thank
0: you. So yeah, so that's that's it. If we're all done here, next segment is our mailbag. Oh,
1: mailbag. Okay. We've we got a email
0: address. material at cageclub.me. Email us. Send us pictures of cereal. Send us pictures of whatever. Send us pictures of whatever you want to do. Send us hate mail. Whatever you want to send to us. We will read on air and believe it or not, we have four emails. Damn,
1: that's a lot of emails. Okay, three of them have pictures at least.
0: So, the first email we have is from Jess Montez, aka Jess Collins. Montez, subject line WTF is this cereal? She sends out a picture. I put it Ooh. in the chat. It's Let a Kellogg's think. cereal strawberry cream crunch. Looks Sounds very old. What perfect on the episode for a resident story, Mike Manzi chunks. <laughs> of real ice cream freeze-dried in a nutritious cereal, which, oh. nope. You know what that is? That looks like, like astronaut ice cream. You ever have that? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I That's had it sure. yep. mm-hmm.
1: But,
2: nope. Uh, for the, like, what, 150 years I've been alive, I've not ever encountered this its Kind of made of nightmares, if you ask
0: me. Look at this little mouse bit. Guy the
1: here. character, the character is like a cone that has like a suit, and like a bow tie on, and like it's a real old weird. Crooner's outfit, it's fucking weird. Yeah,
0: I feel like we should maybe make a gallery on Facebook or something and just like add the serial pictures to it. So I, m- I might do that. I think so. Uh, we also have the next email from also from Jess Collins, Jess Montez. Subject line: Serial question mark question mark. Again, no text. Sends this picture. It's for King Vitaman. A corn and Ooh. oat multivitamin and iron supplement hmm. cereal that comes with a free mask on the back that looks like a knight. So, again, looks like a very yes. old cereal. Mike, are you familiar with this one?
2: I, I am not familiar with this, but I will tell you what. Cereals did used to have free masks on the back like that. You'd be surprised. You, you would cut out the back and it would... You know, have like a uh, rubber band or just like a piece of string, and you would wear it around like a little stupid kid. It would last like a day, and you'd you'd be exactly.
1: happy. Exactly, it was awesome, though. That's really cool. Yeah.
0: Cool. But I this don't one know. looks
1: weird. This one looks creepy. It kind of looks like Captain Crunch to me, or like Kicks or something. So yeah.
0: they're like stars. Like what shape
1: is that? It's it's, it's like vitamin a star shaped. with a hole in it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense.
2: I don't know that putting vitamin on a cereal box has ever worked, but I guess they tried one.
1: This guy's wearing a crown. Trust him. Yeah, I trust, trust him, any like, men wearing a crown. Trust so. him.
0: Okay, from Quaker. So okay. go check that out. Next email from Get Excited Joe. Jenny McMullen. She is back. Oh wow, she's back. Okay. Well, <laughs> back is the wrong word, because you'll find out. Subject line, cereal, pics, and more. Jenny writes, hi, guys. was starting to think you forgot about me, but wanted to Definitely let you know not. I'm still listening. We've never forgotten about you, Jenny. We thought that you forgot about us. Well, she like said, I'm didn't. still listening, just not emailing. So here are two cereal pictures, which in a big way might make up for that. She says, have okay. you ever bought cereal at Costco? By the way, I really like how seriously you take your discussions about cereal. So here's the first picture. Let me she see. She writes honey
1: bunches of oats. Oh, I'm a Whoa. big fan of honey bunches of oats. I I like the regular though. I tried to I I really tried to get in the almond. I like it, but I gotta go regular every time. And That's there's also favorite. next to that
0: it looks like life, and it looks like next to that might be oatmeal. It so it seems like. But is it yeah, enough I definitely boxes?
1: See life. <laughs> I definitely see life there. And
0: then she sends another picture, which she says. Oh, she says honey bunches of oats, yum! And she says three extra large bags of sugary cereals. How can you go wrong with that? So we got Fruit Loops, we got Cocoa Krispies, we got Apple Jacks. Three wild different cereals. Is like all top. Kellogg's. In one big box.
1: Apple Jacks is top top tier for I, me. I like, totally it's... disagree. We've
0: we've had this we've had this argument on here oh, before. God. I don't dislike it, but the fact that like how much you like Apple Jacks is concerning. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't love know. It, dude. I never knew any kid who favorites.
2: loved Apple Jacks. You know, like I did. Kind of like I think they're too similar to Fruit Loops to have in this threesome here. And also, no. what I want, Not even. Do they make cereal where like it's Cocoa Krispies and Fruit Loops, but like in the same bag? Like fuck the same box. Like I want to pour all this shit in the same bowl at the same time
1: That's the most that's the most Pothead shit I've ever <laughs> heard. in my it, life. You better believe it. Like I used like, to do that Cocoa all the time. crispies <laughs> and Fruit Loops mixed together. Like that just sounds disgusting.
2: Well, maybe not necessarily these two cereals, but have you ever mixed cereals? Like it is. It's no. like you know. No. It's it's amazing. No. You got to try it sometime. Yeah. I used They're to do it to be, all the time. It
1: reminds me of the Donald Glover skit when he talks about all he wanted was Cocoa Puffs, and his mom put like one cup of Cocoa Puffs in like a whole box of Kix <laughs> and shook it up and gave it to them, and they were so mad. Oh,
2: so I would definitely put, like, Fruit Loops in my Captain Crunch. Yeah, like, I would go kind of, yeah. No, (laughs) never, ever.
1: Not for me. (laughs) I'm not a big mixer anyways. Like, I was never, like, a big condiment person or a mixer or anything, so, like... I'm fine on its own. Fair they enough. all have their own place. Yeah.
0: So then Jenny also writes, not necessarily about this podcast, but she writes... Go ahead. Also really, really liked your last Zack Attack episode. The Bear Grills episode on TV was so funny and had such nice scenery. I watched it a couple times when it aired and again, right before I recommended it. I've also seen the Michelle Rodriguez episode and I don't think you'll be disappointed if you watch it. Keep up the good work for all your fans, Jenny. So thank you, Jenny. We definitely did not forget about you. Thank you, Jenny,
1: for writing back in. I'm glad that you're still okay, and I appreciate the emails. It was just good to hear from you. Yeah. Even if you send an email that's just like, don't read this, but I'm still here. That makes me happy. Like, I was just... Glad that you're still okay. So cool.
0: And I mean, we know that you commented on our Zach attack post on Facebook on our Facebook post. So that was yeah. great. So I know. Thank you again for recommending that episode. If you have not listened to that yet, go check it out. We Joe and I watched Running Wild with Bear Grylls, where Zac Efron is just does crazy ridiculous. Outdoor He pokes stuff.
1: a wet gopher with a knife. Yeah. Hashtag Zach jump.
0: Hashtag don't look down. Then we have one more email also from Jess Montez. Subject line, nope, with an exclamation point. Another picture uh. of cereal. This is banana frosted flakes. Fortified with eight essential vitamins and iron. Natural okay. banana flavored sugar frosted flakes of corn with real banana bits. Save 10 cents with enclosed coupon. Again, Looks like it's from, like, the 80s.
2: This is looking more familiar, guys. This strikes a bell. This, like, rings a bell in my, in my mind. I Ooh. feel like I might have seen this
1: or a commercial of this.
2: This looks familiar. This is weird. I've never eaten it, or else I'd probably have a stronger memory of it, but...
1: Banana flavoring, you definitely would have a strong memory of it. Yeah, but cool.
2: it looks familiar. Weird.
1: Um, As you guys know, or you might not know, bananas are, like, one of the least favorite things of rachel so i'm really? not even allowed to have bananas in the house is she, she allergic says, or
0: she just hates them
1: she hates them she hates <laughs> the way they smell wow. so like she, yeah she's just like anti-banana really? firmly I, really... I know i don't get Did it they i smell? love bananas they don't,
2: i don't even i feel like maybe once you peel them, I, don't I don't know
1: i couldn't i couldn't tell you but she's just like firmly anti-banana because
2: i put tons of bananas on my cereal now because i eat lots of just like boring cereal because i'm old you exactly. know. exactly yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah yeah i have to i have to sweet it up somehow so yeah I'm, i got tons of bananas
0: like for cereal purposes okay our next game is the google game oh actually th- well, before we get there thank you jess thank you jenny for writing in if yes. anybody else wants to write in email us me. you don't have to say any words if you want to just send a picture of your favorite cereal gross cereal whatever we will doesn't matter know, talk about it way too seriously on air Uh, To the delight of
1: our fans. He'll read anything you put on the teleprompter.
0: So I'm going to Google Ryan Gosling gangster squad. We've got a bunch here. I wrote, I searched dog. I don't remember if dog was in there or not, but just pretend that dog was in there. But we've got one, two, three, four, five. Interview, which we're not going to count. Six, seven, eight. We've got eight different things that you can guess.
1: Okay, I'm going to go lighter. Oh, I was going to go lighter. Oh, really? Hat.
0: Hat is number five.
1: Okay.
2: Hmm.
0: Uh... Thinking, thinking. Suit? Suit is number three.
1: Yes. Police? Nope. Cop? Nope. Badge? Nope. Emma Stone? Nope. Oh. No Emma Stone? Really? Nope. Gun? Nope. Damn.
0: They're all gettable. They're all pretty easy. Oh, voice. Number one.
1: (laughs) Oh, good one, good one, good one, Mike. Nice. Well played. Was it voice or accent? Voice. Okay. Accent, number eight.
0: Oh, oh nice. <laughs> cool. All right, how many's left? We got number two left. We got number four. We've got I number six. And we got number eight. This accent was seven. So two, four, six, eight.
1: I ran my course, man. Got to give me the rest of them.
0: No, you, you can get these. I promise you can get these. Oh, two man. of them are about the same. One is a specific thing, and then one is sort of a, a broader thing. But they're all...
1: Hair. I- hair. Hair
0: and haircut. Or no, hair and okay. hairstyle. Hair is number... T- or Haircut is two. Hairstyle is six. Age. Nope. Fuck. Again something specific to his fashion
1: and then something sort of suit. generic. I said suit. He did say suit shoes. Nope. Um boots.
0: No, and I don't remember this in the movie.
1: Sweater. Nope.
0: I don't know. Tie. Nope. I don't know. I sunglasses. Oh, I don't oh. remember those. Neither I don't do I. remember them either. And then the last one, just sort of generic thing. Outfit. Outfit. Oh, okay. That, okay. That makes sense. Next game we have is the trailer game. We're going to go on YouTube and search Gangster Squad trailer. We're going to find the number one from Warner Brothers Pictures, 877,000 views five years ago. I'm putting the link in here. It's two minutes 26 seconds long, posted five years ago. Warner Brothers Pictures, Gangster Squad official trailer HD. I'm going to open it up. I'm going to let it buffer. Let me know when you guys are ready.
1: I'm ready. I'm buffering it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. So here we go. Well, shot shot of LA. Was.
0: Nice shot.
1: Mickey Cohen boxing. Yeah, lots of boxing. Oh, they actually showed the fire, the explosion. We didn't talk about that. Oh, yeah. Where he like sets an entire
0: building on fire, basically. There's a lot. There's a lot of Mickey Cohen violence early, early on here. Yeah. The hat. the hat, and the. Cigarette. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, we get the sunglasses in the trailer. Yeah, hopefully too.
2: We get the outfit. future.
0: Hat game on point in this
1: movie. Lots of hats. There's tons of hats. They all like, and I think for the most
0: part, they all pull the hats off.
2: Yeah I, yeah, I think mean, they got fits. everyone look looks appropriate. It cool.
0: Yeah, totally. To
1: put a squad
0: There's like Josh Brolin to... sort of exists outside time. I'm Gosling, I'm Gosling to... sort of can, you know, Michael I mean, Pena can, Anthony guy. Mackie can, T2 can. Oh, when they were practicing the shooting, that was that cool. Was cool. I
2: Giovanni I like Rabisi, you know, he needs the glasses and the mustache, but it oh.
0: works. That was the other thing, that was the other callback, where they're practicing shooting, It's like, you gotta shoot where it's gonna be, not where it is, and then at the end, when t, t. is like dying or bleeding out or oh, yeah, whatever, yeah. he has oh. Michael Pena Shotgun. Him, and think he calls back. I'm like, come on, you don't you don't call back everything. What's your
1: Falcon, Falcon through the thing, Stone. Emma Stone again.
2: There's a lot of goss in this part, I
1: guess. There's a lot of goss in the movie. Oh,
2: there is, yeah, he is the
1: half the movie. It's way more of an action oh, movie in this. I remember. I saw this trailer
0: so many times, or heard it at least. I remember that music drop after because, like, as soon as he said that in the bar, like, "No man, I just want to take you to bed," I remember that like song coming in. Like, it was just. Oh, that's
1: right. Because I remember this movie looks. Oh, they so showed me the ending with him and they're like together well, already. Yeah. Damn. I don't know it's the
2: ending. I mean, it's just a trailer. You. I hate trailers. You don't realize movie. until after you see the movie how much they've spoiled. Uh-huh. This trailer
0: makes it look so, so cool. It is cool. And it is what are you like talking about? Cool. Well, it's not this cool. <laughs> no, it's not
2: not this cool. This, no, it's not consistently this No, it's not good, like you've said, but it is fun. I like it. Is that right? This is a good trailer, though. It is a good trailer. Yeah. I mean, I think it's telling that it was a January release. Like, not a lot of studio confidence.
0: Well, Paddington 2 came
1: out in January, and Paddington 2 is oh. the best. There, there's <laughs>
2: always room for a fluke, I
1: mean... This, this was like. This trailer gave away everything in the entire movie. Damn. Okay.
0: But yeah, so that was the trailer. I remember just being so excited for this movie and being like, oh,
1: okay. All right. Oh, really? Yeah. I
2: don't even remember it coming out, to be honest. Like, I just. It was lost in the shuffle wherever I was in 2015. But
0: Okay, so next segment is the most and least boyfriend material moment. Let us first review. What our guesses were from last time. Okay, go ahead. Joe, you said he meets a woman, the woman has a daughter, to woo her, he takes the daughter for a chocolate malt because it's the 20s.
1: (laughs) Fair. Nothing about that right,
0: but I still like that idea. Although, that was a great scene in that movie where he went for chocolate malt. Yes, exactly. You know what I
2: like about that guess? That there was a, at least a shine boy in this movie, and that's yeah. as close as it got. But I
0: love
1: that guess. True.
0: You said the least moment was when the girl takes the chocolate malt, he fucks his mom in the room next door, and you can hear <laughs> it. And you said you can also switch these for best and worst moment.
2: <laughs> they're reversible.
0: Yeah. yeah, they're interchangeable. Yeah. I said the, the, the most was that he sees Emma Stone in a bar, pulls a seb, and woos her on the piano, which doesn't happen, close. but he does essentially pull a Seb throughout much of yeah. this movie. And then right. I said the least is that he shoots and kills Emma Stone with a Tommy gun, which... Nope. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Could you imagine Not how even amazing
2: even. It is if they if they caught Mickey Cohen and then it cuts to Emma Stone and like she drives away to like her secret hideout on the hills and like it turns out she's evil and she like has like a she goes down to her basement and like punches in a code and has like an A bomb and then like the movie cuts to the credits. I just thought that. Yeah, she amazing. was like the real.
1: She was like the real mastermind. He was just covering for her
2: all along. It was her.
1: Not
0: exactly that, but Chris Mattiello, our guest from last week's episode or last month's episode was also on yes. Seven Bakers he said sort of another Emma Stone undercover uh, the most was that he gets betrayed by Emma Stone who's secretly a cop and has infiltrated the gangster squad and the moment was that he's okay with it he said also <laughs> oh. she's playing Susan B. Anthony <laughs> Aggressive. Uh he said the least Boyfriend Girl moment was that when he commits the Saint Valentine's Day massacre and murders a bunch of people with a Tommy gun, he skips a <laughs> Valentine's Day party to do this. So <laughs> for considering we're we're fresh off, you know, a review of She's the Man where we were like so close on so many things and Mike had this like historic showing, all six of those oh, yeah. guesses were terrible. Yeah, we we did pretty bad this round.
1: I mean, good and I liked our movie better, but yeah. So Maybe now, bef-
0: before we look ahead, let's let's review. What were, what were your picks? I know, Joe, if
1: you want to go first, because you already mentioned them. What were your picks yes. for most
0: and least boyfriend material moment in this movie?
1: When he says, come here for a second, I gotta ask you something, and then just kisses her in the middle of the yep. something. super cute. That was the most boyfriend material moment, and the least boyfriend material moment when he tells the shine kid... That you should only be worrying about how to reach up a girl's skirt.
0: Very, very fair. Now, Mike, yeah. what, what are your picks? I got a bunch of things that I could be happy with. What are your picks from most and <laughs> least boyfriend material moment?
2: Okay, so I'm, I'm a little unprepared for this, so I'm just going to go off the cuff here. I, wasn't, I forgot for I was supposed to pick out some.
1: It's okay. It's not a big deal.
2: So I think the most boyfriend material moment is when he takes a bullet for Emma Stone in the process of trying to take out the man who's okay, controlling fair. her life and stuff so like he actually takes a bullet for her like you know he may not jump in front of her to get it but like he's out doing his job and gets shot for her least boyfriend material moment hmm I don't know like Joe 2's is pretty strong you know what I mean like that just even though it's like a little aside I'm not really I don't have much of a problem with but that would be a good one. I guess when he shoots the guy point blank in the face, um you know okay. like the guy's like, You're a cop and he's like, Not anymore and he just blasts his head off like Marvin fair. style. Very fair. Yeah, that's kind of you don't wanna see
0: that, but right. that's where I'm going. I'm gonna just pick the least way from the moment is when he lets Emma Stone walk out after they have breakfast and you know, mm-hmm. She oh, okay. says, "Fair, yeah, very says, fair." She says, "You know, I'm looking for an excuse or whatever. Don't go." She says, "Don't let me." Doesn't do anything. Walks out. I'm gonna say the most boyfriend moment we mentioned it earlier is when he dumps acid on that guy's crotch. You know, he saves her Ugh. from the acid on her face. Like would have. You know, she's got dreams mm-hmm. of being a star. You can't be a star if you're, like, scarred by acid. Saves her from that, beats the two guys up, and then dumps the acid out on the guy. She is his woman. He will protect her. Most boyfriend material moment. Those were good picks, too. You Thank did you. some good job. So, okay. So the next movie we're doing, and this is a movie that I've seen and remember parts of, and I think Mike's seen, too. I'm pretty sure, because I think we've talked about it recently. The Place Beyond the Pines.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So, Joe, what are your guesses? Do you want me to tell you anything about it, or you just want to guess?
1: I got it. Go for <laughs> it.
0: I love the confidence. I love it.
1: The Place Beyond the Pines is a movie about a hide-and-go-seek based relationship. You got it. The most boyfriend material moment... No, the least boyfriend material moment is there's a woman, and she's looking for Gosling, and he's hiding in the forest. He's beyond the pines, and she goes and she's like she can't find him and she's like i give up let's just go back and hang out and he's so into the hide and go seek game that he like doesn't even give up and okay. she like walks all the way back through the woods by herself and he just like goes home okay and doesn't even meet her the most boyfriend material moment then is at the end of the movie he shows her that hiding spot okay yeah
2: i love it i'm yeah. a little confused just um, it's a hide and go seek movie. It's hide and go seek. It's like it's like relationship. a
1: love. Yeah, it's like a love story that revolves around hide and go seek.
2: Like the game hide and go seek, or are they just being coy? Oh no! Like no, the,
1: they're playing the hand-seek. game. The game. No, they're literally playing hide and go seek.
2: Oh, like like the movie Tag. They're literally playing yeah. tag. Like this, yeah, so exactly. This, oh, okay. So they fall in love playing a game of hide and go
1: seek. No, no, they were like they—they they weren't in love. They have like they, there's a hide and go seek community meetup. Mike, like, I don't know met. what you're not getting. It's, it's totally clear. <laughs> I, don't,
2: I don't know either, and I've seen the movie, and I know. All right,
1: and then and then he hides. He hides in a place beyond the pines. He hides yeah. in a place beyond the pines, and she can't find him. And then he shows her his secret hiding spot beyond the pines, and then they instantly win every other game of hide and go seek after that. And they like canoodle back. So it's like game night means tag.
0: Uh, you got it exactly. Okay, yeah. okay. So now, Mike, what are your guesses for most and least boyfriend material moment? Do you remember this movie uh, clear enough that you should... you want to abstain, or do you want to take a guess? I think I
2: should abstain. I, I, I remember it to be pretty powerful. Okay. I've got some pretty vivid, yeah, imagery.
1: Hide and go seek memories? You have some pretty vivid exactly. hide and go yeah, seek memories? Yeah, some good hiding okay. spots.
0: So okay. I don't remember... So I, I I remember a few bits of it. My most boyfriend material moment, I remember a scene from the movie, and I'm just going to say, it. Joe, say it's, it. it's the scene with the dog. There's just a the dog... The scene with the dog.
1: The dogs playing hide and go seek.
0: Yes, when we okay. watch this movie, there's a thing that Ryan Gosling does with the dog that is adorable. That's the most. He most hides from the, the, the dog. Drama. He shows the dog a hiding spot. You got it. The fact that you are so intent on this being a hide and go seek movie is <laughs> wonderful.
1: The place beyond the pines. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> dogs would I not be good guess. at hide and go seek, right? Like exactly. They- <laughs> he tra- he trains the dog to be
0: good at hide and go seek. And then the least I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to abstain too because I remember some things that happened. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil the movie for okay. for going yeah, but, uh, yeah, go so ahead. But yeah, so the movie about hide and go seek based relationship with a dog. So love it. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's perfect.
0: Okay. Our next game is the Letterboxd game. So Gangster Squad... (laughs) This game is so hard. It's very difficult. So for reference sake... Mike does really
1: good on it. Mike does really good on this game. Also
0: on the uh, She's the Man episode, Melissa rocked Joe in a couple different... She uh, crushed it. She crushed it. She did. Okay, so Mad Max Fury Road, for reference sake, has been seen by 248,000 people. Gangster Squad from 2013 has been seen by how many? 37,500.
2: Mike? Okay, I was going to go way lower than that, honestly. I was going to go closer to, like, 21. So I'm going to go with, like, 21,850.
0: So now... Joe is close. I'm gonna I'm gonna wave it off here. The total is 34, 34.042. Okay. So like you were you were really we close, were like close. really close for a first guess. But I was like, yeah, it could almost do like a second round of guessing. But I think you're close enough to just consider you the winner for that one. So now, out of okay. those 34,000 people, average rating 2.7, a little bit low.
1: That's low. That's I think low. the mm-hmm.
0: reason is that like a lot of letterboxed loves Gosling, loves Emma Stone. Like one girl that I follow, one of the most popular people on the on the service. Uh, her name is Sri. Uh, She says I love my parents ryan and emma but this was bad gave it one star so i think Yikes. people who love gosling and emma just don't love this movie necessarily anyway okay out of thirty four thousand people how many have in their top five top four top four
1: i would say 35
0: 35 people yep i think it might be a little higher i'm gonna say like 112 i'm gonna make the noise on the prices right that you're both over that uh so a number lower than 34.
1: Huh. Wow, I was way 35. over. 35. Let me say 17.
2: Okay, this is... All right, I hear you. This is more realistic realm, I guess. I'm just putting this movie <laughs> high in my yeah. mind. I'm saying like 9.
0: Eh, eh, both over. Holy shit. 3. 1. It is... Five five people. Okay. Which Damn. for the record, a little sneak peek into my brain, it was five for another movie too, and I also for that time said top five. So in my brain when I want to say top four, but I see the number five, I just say top five. So if I ever say top I five will again, do not remember that. Just guess okay. five. Okay. So these five people, let's see here. Okay, three of these people have pictures. Good. Only one of those people gave it five stars. Okay. 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 Let's do this one. At cycle on Letterboxd and at Mike's At Cam, Cycle. Uh, just okay. C-Y-C-L-E, just Cycle on Letterboxd. Okay. At Mike Ham 9 on Twitter. Do you want to do one or do you want to do an, another? Like, pick pick a number one or two. Two. Okay. So we're not going to do Mike Hamlin. We're going to do Rosamohab, who is from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> okay. Okay. Gangster Squad is his number two favorite movie of all time. Whoa. Okay. What are his one, three, and four?
2: Lord of War? No. no. Rambo?
1: No. Uh, uh
2: First Blood, I mean.
1: The God godfather nope goodfellas
0: no la la land
1: no blade
0: runner no Though so you're not you're on the right track for one of them
1: a, is it a gangster movie a
2: minority Scarface.
0: one is kind of a gangster movie but it's not scarface but that's not the the right track that you untouchables were on. no i also don't know 100 that this is a, ga- a gangster movie but i think it is there's a reason i think it is i've seen it i don't remember a lot about it i know some things about it
1: i have no idea i don't know what you're getting at
0: the, the reason I'm saying is that there might be the word gangs in the title. Gangs, gangs of, of New, New York. York? Number one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we got number one, we got number two. He just likes gangs. Gangs of New York, Gangster Squad. Numbers three and number four, The Mike was on a train of, you know, thinking or, you know, he, he had a, a line of thought going that was leading him down a, a certain path that he was getting close to a movie but did not actually guess that movie okay was it along the Blade Runner path in a sense right I
1: don't know I
0: think it depends which Blade Runner you're talking
1: about oh so Indiana Jones no or Star Wars wrong Blade Runner oh so
0: 2039 2049 49?
1: Yep. I don't know, man.
0: A person who loves this movie, who might also love La La Land or Blade Runner 2049, there's something that all three of them have in common. You? Something very obvious. I mean, they all have got Gosling. That's what I'm talking about. Now, if someone likes Ryan Gosling...
1: They like Nice Guys. Nope. Another Gosling movie. A famous one. Which ones have we What's done in the bars,
0: beginning? What's and the Real Girl? No. What's the Gosling movie? <laughs> oh, The Notebook. No the gosling movie (laughs) the notebook the other gosling movie
1: (laughs) i don't know what the other one is come
0: the fuck on guys
1: i can't i told you i can't do i don't the notebook was my guess and now i'm like stuck in that in my head drive ah that makes sense that makes sense holy shit guys come on yeah i know i know okay
0: and then his fourth favorite movie is a movie from 1995 with three famous actors and a famous actress ghostbusters N- no 95 <laughs> oh i thought you said 85 sorry 95
2: i am, it's getting late over here my old man disease is kicking in
1: yeah
0: what's in the box oh, oh seven. seven there you go okay wow you guys i, I think you, i think you both mentally hit the wall in that game yeah, I think you can yes. hear it. <laughs> no,
1: I, my brain's definitely just like mush. Okay, well we have so, got a yeah. few more things to go, so let's power through
0: it. All right, I'm Next trying. Game, I'm trying. Fire ass titles, gangster squad. Okay, oh, cool. So we're gonna take I this like movie this and name it like High School Musical, the most core, basic, descript, plain descriptor of what this could be. Yes, gangster squad's kind of already right? close. It's, it's really close. Point. Yeah. Um, what would you say? The shoe shine. Mm. La Lala
2: Wood. Oh. Okay. Shooting baddies.
1: Okay, I had two when I was... Like, I always leave these out, and and there's a thing that you don't know. That is, whenever I name my audio files, I always send them to Joey, and they're always, like, way better than what my guesses are for fire ass Like, for She's the Man, it was She's the Chan. Exactly. Mm. So, I called this Goster Squad... Okay. Okay. But I, it could have also been Gangster Goss too. So Gangster Goss I, I is good. I was torn between. I was torn between those two.
0: I'm gonna call this movie Hats, Hats, Hats. <laughs> That's good. Get Mickey. Oh, I like that. Tomato. Ooh. Or tomatoes, because there's two of them in this movie, really. True.
2: Caps and Rabba's.
1: The midwife. Old timey story.
2: Period piece. <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah. The Marvel Universe. Okay.
2: Oh, you know what? Did I mention that this kind of reminded me of Dick Tracy? What about Dirty Dick Tracy? (laughs) Dirty
1: Dick.
0: Mm. Yeah, I like it. Dirty dicks because they're like
1: bad detectives. (laughs) Instead of the nice guys,
0: the not so nice guys.
1: Oh, the bad guys.
2: Oh, Oh, that's kind of an interesting title, the bad guys, because everyone in this movie is kind of like on the bad you know, bad guy doing a bad guy thing.
1: Sin City in LA. Yeah. L.A. City.
0: <laughs> I also feel like the actual movie that I think Affleck was in, Hollywood Land, is also kind of like an okay title for this, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not too bad. I like that one.
0: All right, let's, let's get one more good one. The Boxer.
1: Chicken on a Stick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Seven Mia Part 1. Fair. I think that's okay. This is a That was a lame game. I'm sorry,
1: guys. That was a... No! no that's a fun I think game. You like fucking, that one? We had some fires in the... I okay, had some there's good some, ones. Yeah, there's okay. some sparks. I had some good ones. Some sparks, at least, for Tomatoes? sure. Tomatoes? Come on, Tomatoes are pretty good. Tomatoes are pretty midwife? good. The midwife? I had some killer ones. Okay, never mind. You love them. Doesn't mean I love them. It's fair. Whatever you... Ga- Goster Squad? I mean, dude, they was just... I was just oh, getting Oh, your, your, your file names,
0: Gangster Goss and Goss, the Goster Squad, were great. I'm going to give you those. Okay. The last thing we're going to do here before we talk about the things we're recording next is the awards section of this podcast. What are we going to nominate Gangster Squad for? Good, bad, and otherwise... I don't want to call it best film, I don't want to call it worst film. We don't really have another we have a most fun
1: film, should we put it there? Yeah, I think that would work. Okay. It's definitely fun.
0: Is this a best gosling role? No. It's not? I think
1: I don't sh- I think we're gonna hit some better ones.
0: I feel like if he wasn't in this
2: movie it'd be so much worse. Like it would be. But I, like, but for really... me it's not
1: his best yeah. role.
0: What I do wanna nominate it for is Sergeant Jerry Wooders most boyfriend material caliber role because like everything he does in this movie is boyfriend Yeah, material for sure.
1: Caliber. Yeah, most boyfriend material caliber, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Best song, soundtrack score, no cinematography, no costumes, maybe,
1: maybe costumes. Yeah, I could take that. Do you want to name it best hair or no? I think it's sort of unremarkable. No. it's hats, 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 but man. But it's
2: it's it's one of the Google searches though is like hair, haircuts. It doesn't that does fact
0: does that fact
1: Nah, ever? no. Best or worst love story or is this sort of like a this is kind of like a indifferent love story? Like it's it feels a little. Just lump it into La La Land. Just put it or this one. It's nah. the same thing. Well. <laughs> Just be like La La Land or Gangster Squad, either one. Uh, I'm going to say here, best Ryan Gosling scream, if you want to hit something, hit me. Okay. Best cry? Does he cry in this? No, I don't see him cry in this. Does- but when the kid dies, when the kid dies, maybe, but it, it would probably just be like a flicker. Because okay. he's like, he's tearing up when he goes in to like kill the other guy. I'm going say seeing
0: the shoeshine kid die. Okay. Maybe. Gangster maybe. Squad. The only thing we have in that right now is seeing his dad dying in bed in song to song. So, Ooh, okay. so it's a thin category. Best instrument played? No, doesn't play anything. Best kill? I'm gonna say. I mean, if he kills at least those three guys at the end. He kills. Yeah. Oh, what is the best kill though? His shoe shine revenge.
1: The acid one? No. Okay, I, I don't know either one. He does some good kills in this yeah, one. Yeah, when he shoots sure. that
2: guy in the face. Yep. He's like, yeah. Ain't no
1: cop. Shoe shine revenge. That's fair.
2: At least boyfriend material moment pick, but yeah, you know. Still nominated. Probably the best order. kill
0: for sure. Best job again, not, you know, we, we didn't nominate for Cop before, so that's, you know, we're not going to leave that. Yeah. Best, he doesn't dance. Do we want to nominate a uh, best non-Goz role, male or
1: female? Mm, I don't think no, so. Nobody really stood out besides him, so no, yep. not for me at least.
0: Okay, and then uh, we're also going to put next to best Ryan Gosling cry, best Ryan Gosling punch, best time punched in the face. <laughs> okay there. So that happened
1: in Gangster Squad, right? Um, and the nice guys. Josh Brolin.
0: Everyone in the nice
1: guys. And he got punched in the face a whole bunch in the last one we just watched. Only God only God forgives.
0: Oh, that's true. I'm also going to say everyone in Only Goss Forgives. I'm also yeah. going to say, what was it? Oh, in Blade Runner, Blade sort Runner. of everybody too, right? Yep.
2: But especially that Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford. Is, is the moment. There's that gif of him getting punched for real, like the oh, outtake. Yeah. Have you seen
1: that yep. too? So that's pretty funny. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That was a good list. Yeah, we filled them up. Uh, the
0: last thing we have on the show is our last and next recording. Since we last recorded Only Goss Forgives, we put yes. out our episode of The Fate of the Furious for Too Fast, Two Forever. First, we also lap, put first our lap is over. Tune up, yeah. our recap, Congrats. our re- relap recap. So we put thank that you. out too. Thank you, thank you. We also put out the Magic Mike's episode of She's the Man, She's the Chan. Uh, Amanda Bynes goes undercover as a boy to play soccer with Channing Tatum. So there's that. Yes. Coming up next, we will have lap two, episode one for Too Fast, Two Forever of The Fast and the Furious.
1: I can't wait for it. I'm excited. The
0: next channing movie that we have is barely a channing movie it's step up to the streets but of a special note is that we will have a guest liam underwood of the nerd
1: on nerd podcast will be there is it is it step up to colon the streets or is it step up to the streets
0: step up to colon the streets okay But I think it's also like step up to the streets. Okay, fair. And then one month from today, come back here on this very podcast feed for The Place Beyond the Pines, a movie about a hide-and-seek-based relationship that also features a dog. Yes, exactly. That's all we got. Thank you, Mike so much for being on here you'll be on here one more resident time resident
1: historian Mike Manzi resident thank historian you,
0: Mike, Mike Manzi thank you thank you it's always a blast it's always a
2: blast oh you're gonna be on our notebook episode right okay oh, oh fuck cool. I've been dying to see that movie I've been putting it you've never it seen off. it never seen it I've been just putting oh, it off neither is Joey
1: Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, that's going to be a good one. Okay. There go. I'm really excited. Cool. So for
0: Mike's other Resident Historian episodes of this podcast and Magic Mike's and Zack Attack, you can go to cageclub.me or facebook.com slash cageclub or at cageclubpod on Twitter and Instagram. We also now... For the first time announcing on this podcast, we have a newsletter. If you go to cageclub.me/newsletter, I noticed that neither of you have signed up for the newsletter. So if you want to go do that,
1: I thought that I was automatically signed up for it. Yeah, well, I, I might it, import people, but also you guys
0: could just actually, you know, be proactive for once in your goddamn lives and do something okay. like put out there, please. Fair,
1: fair. I'll do it. I'll do it. I just, I just assumed that I was gonna get it. Like that was all. That was the only thing that. Uh huh.
0: I, uh-huh. so I, I got si- to sign
2: up for those numbers though, Joe. Too. You got to get make those Fair. numbers
0: count. slash newsletter Sign up. One email per month. That's it. Just like the same day that a Too Fast Too Forever comes out, the first of the month, I will send a newsletter, a daily, a sort of a monthly digest of the best of the best of the Cage Club Podcast Network. You know, if we're doing live events, if we've got crossover shows, if we've got new programs launching, whatever you want, whatever you want to know, whatever you need to know, CageClub.me slash newsletter Uh, But yeah, so CavesClub.me just for everything we do. Facebook.com slash cage club yeah. at Cage Club Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, boyfriendmaterial at cage And also go to our Too Fast Too Forever Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Too fast Too forever. Joe posts some wacky stuff over there.
1: All the time. And listen to Mike's other shit. His new podcast, Third Time's a Charm. You should go listen to that if you like Mike Manzi. Yeah. Resident Historian. We're Thank you. we're
0: closing in on uh five or six episodes deep, right? So we are you know we're we're, we're all we're most of the way through the first season of that show, so we are, yeah. you know, it's it's a it's a it's a roller coaster right over there.
1: Word.
2: It is, uh, yeah. It's crazy time. Uh, season one's about to wrap, and season two is gonna launch. Hopefully, it's gonna be bigger, better, and bolder than before. So there we go. Yeah. You heard it out.
0: here first, maybe. I don't know. Case will me for everything. Just go there. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And that was Mike Mancy. That was re- sorry, resident historian Mike Mancy. And we'll see you next time for the place beyond the pines on Boyfriend Material. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah yeah, yeah yeah I'm with the gang, gang, gang and we about to go up yeah. Pushing lanes, it's a thing every time we show up You a lame, lame, lame and you so
2: below us yeah. Bet your ho she you know us yeah. Cause you know we glow up, we stay down